0: So, if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm/.start. That's anchor.fm/.start. To join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor, that's anchor.fm/.start. I can't wait to hear your podcast.
1: this is the chase in the frame
0: podcast where we interview people in the tv and film industry talking about their journey how they got to where they are today we do this podcast for the frame chasers this
2: is for those in the film industry going hard let them know who we are frame chasers we're we're not chasing
0: the fame no no tell them Chasing the Frame. This is the Chasing the Frame podcast with your host, John DeMarco. Let's go. What up, Frame Chasers? It's Wednesday and you already know what it is. A new episode of Chasing the Frame today. I'm with Aaron Castillo. Did I say it right? You did, you did say it right. Good uh, job. Yeah, I was fr- <laughs> asked for certainty just to make sure. But Aaron is a uh, actor, writer, director? Am I missing anything else? Producer? um
3: mainly writer director
0: I dabbled in acting dabbled in acting but mainly i was going off what your imdb said yeah yeah yeah, my imdb has authors. all right cool and then (laughs) but before we get into the show and talk about his journey let's get some housekeeping out of the way because that's what pays our bills even though we don't have any bills first off we'd like to thank our affiliate partners artlist.io and honestly the best music licensing platform for any type of content creator Thousands of new songs every day and unlimited downloads, which is always a plus, especially when you're trying to find music for any project. That is always the hardest part. Artlist.io makes it easy and simple. Guys, if you join our affiliate link today, that's in the description below, then you'll get one year and two extra months free. So check it out and join Artlist.io, an inspiring music licensing platform, create by filmmakers for filmmakers. Second, guys, we have merch for you at teespring.com stores slash chasing dash the dash frame. Not only are we selling shirts, but we are selling hashtag Frame mask for $10. Honestly, it's a comfy cloth mask and super stylish, and you let people know that you're a Frame Chaser on a set, so get those today. Third, guys, it's time to uh, ask for those donations to the Church of the Frame. Three ways to donate. One, paypal.me slash ctfpodcast one-time donation. Two, Patreon $5 a month membership. Um which Zara gives you early access to audio and visual content a week before it airs and three in our description below are links to our cryptocurrencies that you can send us. And those are the ones that you can do. If you have any of those, go ahead and send it. And it goes straight to our trust wallet, which we're trying to use those funds for cooler stuff to do on the podcast and other shows that we want to do as well. And last but not least, like our Facebook page as well as subscribe to our YouTube page. And there's a big content push coming in 2021, which we have been saying for the last 10 episodes, this is episode 62. 62, big, big number. I'm almost retired, technically. Uh, Aaron, first question I'd like to ask everyone on the on the show is where are you originally from?
3: I'm originally from Fullerton, California. So Fullerton. Orange County.
0: Okay, cool. And, so that, and I don't know much about California because I've only been there like a handful of times. Orange County is by L.A., right?
3: Right. So okay. I grew up um, south of L.A., my whole okay. life, yeah. So that's where Orange County is. It's about thirty miles mm-hmm. to the south of Los Angeles. Gotcha.
0: And then the second question I ask everyone on the show is, what was the you know the movie, TV show um, director, actor that spoke to you in in a way and you said to yourself, I want to do this.
3: You know what it really was was my sister. Actually, oh, she okay. works at Fox. Oh so wow! I just grew up in this industry. Yeah. Um, I remember her being. A young professional. Mm -hmm. I remember vividly in the the living room in Fullerton. Yeah. um, Sitting there, and she was getting dressed. And at the time, she was a reader for the network. Okay. And um, I remember her putting on heels and getting her coats. It was like late 80s. Yeah. And... I just thought what she was doing was really neat. Yeah, she works at the place where I watch cartoons on. Yeah, and I thought that was just bitching and rad.
0: Yeah, and um, she what's would, a reader? Sorry to cut you off.
3: Okay, so a reader is um for network or film. It's where you send in your script. Yeah. and they get graded. Oh, so uh, that's how she started. She uh, they pay for shit. Yeah, and it's really where young hopefuls go to kind of get their name in with these bigger networks. Yeah. And so, um, but my sister has a journalism degree and a writing degree. And so she was able to get a job there doing Mm -hmm. that where she would read scripts and grade them. So how it really works is you send your script into these readers, big time uh, screenwriters, Mm -hmm. um, playwrights. And they, shit rolls down the hill. They give it to my young young readers (laughs) like Cynthia, my sister. (laughs) And she reads it. Yeah. And she grades it. And if you get an A, great work. Yeah. Green light, we want this script. Yeah. B, you got some work. C, D, and F. Yeah. Kinda like school all over. Yeah,
2: it? yeah. So
0: she's the gatekeeper to the whole yeah. your whole life. She your would, whole future. She
3: would see tons of ideas. Yeah. She would see the ones that would get green lit and, and yeah. they would go to network. She'd see the ones shoot that's how she'd let me know she'd be like don't write this concept i i've read this concept seven thousand times i'm not exaggerating you don't want to write like you don't want to write the dumb teenager yeah the dumb teenager is in everything we get just don't yeah. do that how about a smart nerdy teenager that's good yeah. that's better let's let's make education cool because everyone puts weed in the teenager's hand and that's boring at this point so you really really got a lot of of business insight yeah. from her. That's and that's where yeah. my love started with this industry. It was okay. really on, on the business side, actually.
0: Oh, okay. That's fascinating. Yeah, I think you're the first person to really say the business side of the whole aspect of uh, film and stuff yeah. like that. Usually everyone's that saying, like movies yeah. or TV shows or anything of that nature, but you saying business is totally a 180. It's different. Yeah, it's, it's different. different.
3: My approach to this industry is different. I yeah. had a conversation with a production company last night because mm. I'm looking for the right production company for my second feature or my second short and we were talking about the love of the industry and I had told them for me, it really is life. I think there needs to be a respect for this industry. Yeah. Um, I, I, I tell young actors, um, all the time. I said, if you don't even understand where we came from Mm -hmm. as an industry, if you don't understand why we have a union to protect you, because before, the studios would own the actors and contract them into 15 movies <laughs> like Judy Garland like if you or, didn't or underst- Charlie Chaplin right you, know, you yeah. don't understand where we come from yeah. get out of this industry it'd mm-hmm. be like a heart surgeon not understanding the predecessors before him <laughs> so there's just a mad respect for this industry that yeah. i have um but it all started yeah on the business side of things
0: nice 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 it's different. and then um so the business side you're young now Where did you go to school? I went to USC. You went to USC. Now I'm guessing you went for film in USC. Yes. But before you went to USC, were you doing anything like film related in the sense of like you know filming friends, you know making little movies at home and stuff like that? I would work background when I
3: got started. I had I moved to Texas actually when I was 13 to Mm -hmm. 23. But before that, um, I said I was eight years old and I would get a lot of background gigs because of the connection I had to that network. Yeah. Um, and it was fun. And I didn't realize I was getting paid. Oh. I thought it was just something you did. Yeah. But my parents were like, oh, yeah, he's getting paid. And so <laughs> <laughs> it was like, that, you know, it wasn't yeah. my money. This was back in the 80s before, you know, like uh, those child accounts and, yeah, yeah. and all that jazz. Before
0: the Maca- <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. Yes. <laughs> before that. Like my
3: dad was like, yeah, keep <laughs> this. $83 was good. Yeah. And so um I was just doing it because it was fun. Yeah, I would get out of school early. I thought that was cool. Um, and then I, I moved to Texas okay. actually and pursued a theater there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was in high school.
0: What so. did you do in theater? Did I act direct or what was it was? It was
3: all acting. acting. It was all acting. Mm-hmm. So I had left California at yeah. 13 and then went to central Texas, yeah. kind of near Austin mm-hmm. and, um, did tons of theater. And oh, okay. I really thought that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, I can dance. I can I carry yeah. a tune. I can act. I'm just going to Broadway myself. And I want there a Tony go. one day. That's okay. what I want.
0: Do you still uh, want a Tony? No, because oh. it's a lot of fucking work.
3: <laughs> I, I learned like shit. It's a lot of work to learn how to act. Yeah. And then vocal
0: lessons.
2: This yeah. Is awful. It's, and
3: then dance. <laughs> I never have any time. To, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, I applaud what? them, but fuck, it's <laughs> too much. What
0: was that? I just had uh, Alex Kirsting on the podcast last week. And, um, they were just talking about theater stuff, actually, funny enough. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I can't even speak from my fucking diaphragm still. I still don't understand that whole. <laughs> like, I don't understand, like, anything about like that. Like the move of yeah, voice. Yeah, I, I don't understand how, that at all. Or, yes, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I, just, I just don't. I'm like, I just feel weird. I'm like, you know, I can. I don't think I'm doing it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm like, do I know if I'm doing it? it I never it, will. It's hard. It was yeah.
3: even tough for me, and I had some training in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, where to speak from diaphragm. Yeah. And, and And really knowing, for me, they taught me where to hold your stomach. Yeah. And then you would feel, and you kind of can, it's like blowing air into a balloon. Yeah. You would feel when when you expand and then when you're pushing your air out, but it's hard. Yeah,
0: My teacher told us to do that in high school and I'm like, I don't know if I'm doing this right because I can't, (laughs) I just can't tell if any, like, I just can't tell if my body's doing it. I'm like, what is going on? (laughs) Yeah. Because at times I'd be like,
3: is this me? Yeah. Stomach or is this really my yeah. diaphragm? Am, am I it's just me. thinking about yeah. it? Like, am I
0: am I doing this? <laughs> right,
3: right. We all go through. Yeah. We all go through. It. And oh, then, we all fake it like yeah. we know what we're doing. Yeah, and then it's yeah. like
0: you're no, and then my teacher's calling you out for You're using your throat. I'm like, using your throat. Like, your throat. I'm yeah, like, throat voice. <laughs> Can we just play improv games? Thank you. Right, right, right. That's right, all right, I right. want to do. Oh, forgot to ask you. Before you moved to Texas, mm-hmm. and you're doing those background things. Anything special that uh, like you did? Like any show that you're like? Oh, I did this show. Any like um, or commercial? Like
2: it? I did this commercial. Uh, apparently,
3: no. When I was little, I was one of the little kids in um. What was it? Super famous. Um. uh I don't want to grow up, because maybe if
2: I did. Toys R R R R R R Us? Yeah. Toys R Us? So they had
3: kids that would do cartwheels in the background. Oh. So I was a cartwheel kid. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, Yeah. I looked for the commercial maybe a couple months ago. Yeah. Because my nephew, my sister's kid, was talking about it. And I was like, motherfucker, I was in that commercial. (laughs) I was with Jeffrey, (laughs) that fucking
0: giraffe. (laughs) (laughs) And so I I tried to look for
3: that shit, but... I don't know. It's, it's hard to find kid. when
0: you're looking for a specific bucket, commercial Yeah, commercial and,
3: and from 86,
0: yeah, like, like <laughs> that shit don't exist anywhere. Well, no, it does on YouTube, but it'll be com- <laughs> 80s commercials. Volume one, 80s commercial volume two. Yes. And then there's another 80s commercials. Part one. I'm like, wait,
3: <laughs> and I've looked and listened yeah. for that jingle over and over. Yeah. And then I was like, I'll be honest, I don't even remember at five what the commercial was. I just remember uh, cartwheeling the jingle and I thought it was.
0: I I remember those commercials uh, because I do remember seeing like the shitty 90s graphic Mm -hmm. from like the giraffe's head in a world and stuff like that. And it was like the Toys R Us commercial. And that's all I I remember from those things. Uh, There's Toys R Us, Kids R Us, and then Babies R Us. Yep. And then there's a, oh, I think there's a Worlds Are Us, which is, was in Jersey. Oh, really? It was, they combined all three together, I think. Or, oh, something, or I like. They called it like The World. Yeah, or, uh, yeah, I think that's what it was yeah. called, Worlds Are Us. But I'll never forget the one Kids Are Us I used to go to, side note, and it had Tic Tac Toe thing on there. And it was really cool to play. I always wanted to play and then it took it away. I'm like, I know, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. yeah. okay. It wasn't just my. No, it wasn't no, 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 no. I remember that <laughs> stuff okay. too. All right, yeah, cool.
3: yeah. Aging myself, but yeah, I'm 38, <laughs> so I remember those days. I'm a 31,
0: um, so, so it's all good. We're, we're, we're in, that, we're in that the age same group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So okay. So Texas, you you fell in into theater. Uh huh. But you didn't love it. Um.
3: Right. I didn't love it. I I liked the aspect of performing. Like yeah. I said, when my sister got me in, I liked the camera on yeah. me, and and that. That's rare, I think, yeah, yeah. most people get anxiety in front of that camera. Mm-hmm. Um, I developed the anxiety later in no. life, but we'll get there. But yeah, yeah. as a little boy, I didn't. And yeah. I really liked it, and I thought it was fun, and I went to Texas. And Texas is not a film state. Yeah, no. Um, here recently, Austin kind of is. Mm-hmm. but in It's the, becoming in the 90s, one. Yeah. It is becoming one. Yeah. In 94, it wasn't. Yeah. So I jumped into theater, and I really liked it. I, I, I remember getting my first taste of... Um, behind the curtain behind and like stage help yeah when i was i had been asked to assistant direct i was only 19 um oliver okay yeah and so with the local community college hmm. and so they had already cast and, and got their kids and they're like we need an uh, assistant uh, assistant director for this um this musical yeah. and so i was like oh shit. okay yeah, and yeah i was like i don't i don't I've never done this, but but I I know I've been in in many, you know, theatrical productions on stage and and I know what the stage manager does Mm -hmm. and and I know how I want it to feel. Yeah. And that's what I I base a lot of my things off. Okay, The experience I have in one area, I know how it should feel. I know how it should sound. I know what the stage manager typically does on productions I've been in that I like Mm -hmm. and then what shitty ones do that I don't want to do or or don't want to be like. And so I got my taste of that yeah. and I was like, oh, wow, I like this. Like, yeah. I like creating the world. I like that I'm keeping the same story of Oliver because it's what the audience is going to come to watch and they're going to want the yeah. story, right? Yeah, yeah. They're going to want the same numbers and everything. But what can I do to, to give it the spin? Yeah. And so that's when I got my first taste, probably before I turned 20, okay. on what it could be like to work behind the camera yeah, instead of being in front.
0: And then was that before? Was that during like college in USC?
3: No, that was um, back at Baylor. So okay. I have a bachelor's from Baylor University. Gotcha. And then I I knew I couldn't do much with um with the film degree. I double majored, and I have a psychology degree. Okay. Um, I so just, you went.
0: Sorry to cut you off. You went no. to Baylor for film and psychology.
3: Right. Okay. Right. Copy. So um, it was actually theater. It was oh, actually theater. theater and psychology. Yeah. Um, because they don't have a film department, mm. but um. I realized like, about 17 or 18 that my love of psychology and my love of yeah. film can collide. Yeah, I really thought for a minute they were going to be extreme opposites. And at yeah. times in my life, because I've had professional work on both, mm. that they wouldn't collide. But especially in film, oh, they it do. really has helped me <laughs> to write characters that yeah. are grounded. Yeah, and that have real motivation,
0: and and even working on set as a director, you need to know psychology.
3: Yeah, I need to know yeah. people. Yeah, you need, I need to, know to know people how how to re- how to work with people. Yeah, you need and, to and read the room. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you do. You do have to read the room. Yeah, yeah, you have to read the room, and you have to understand um, that all people are different. And if I want a yeah. cohesive set with with a good vibe, and 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 we're all working towards the same goal, mm-hmm. then I have to understand being like the leader. Yeah, how to work and how to motivate everyone on it mm-hmm, making mm-hmm. everybody still feel valid and appreciated and heard yeah but understanding um you know that we have one common goal here yeah so it, it's a it's a task that i'm thankful that i have a psychology background yeah for. right <laughs> yeah so it helps it definitely does
0: <laughs> so so after baylor and getting your double major then do you go to usc
3: yeah then i realized i can't do much with the psychology bachelor's yeah I learned really it really you can't do anything there's really nowhere that'll take you with the psychology bachelor's
0: I'm surprised I thought that would be like one of the uh, profession no. that would no like
3: it, there's really nothing because there's I mean, about 15 areas of psychology yeah. that you need to focus on the bachelor's in psych is a general oh so they're okay like, okay so what are you focusing on like clinical work or counseling work yeah, or yeah. psychopathology what are you doing?
0: So, would you have to go for your so doctor's I went for, then?
3: I went for a master's. Oh, okay. So, once I realized that theater was great, but I want film, yeah. I want what my sister had, I wanted what originally yeah. excited me as a little boy. Yeah. Um, I began to shop all around. And yeah. I applied at Columbia and NYU. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did not get in. Yeah. And I was heartbroken because I was like, oh, shit, I'm not going to go nowhere. I'm going to be stuck oh. in Texas. And I love Texas yeah. for anyone listening. I do consider it home. But, um, But I I was going to be stuck there. And I was like,
1: oh, fuck, what do I do?
3: Yeah. And um, I remember I was at work. I was just working this normal data entry job. Mm -hmm. And my mom had called me. I don't even know if she texted me the year was 2004. And I think she had called me. And I listened to the voicemail and she said, call me as soon as you get this. I think you're in. And USC was the only school that hadn't gotten back to me. Oh, wow, good. And so I remember I did not call because I, I, I knew that a small letter means rejection and a big package means acceptance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I had told my family that because I was the uh, only, I'm one of the first few to go to college. Yeah. And so I remember I was driving home and I was like, holy shit, I think I'm into USC. Holy oh yeah. God. If I yeah. can make it into USC, like their film school, um, that God would damn, be amazing. Yeah. And so I remember I walked in and my mom was already crying. And I'm like typical moms, yeah. like typical mom, should already <laughs> open up the fucking mail and looked and she read it. She yeah. can't, you know, help herself. Yeah. And I don't blame her. Yeah. And I remember I walked in and she was like, You got in. Yeah. And that's how I knew was yeah, her yeah. telling me. And I don't I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. Yeah. It was a special moment. <laughs> and I read it and I read, Congratulations, yeah. you've been admitted to the hundredth and blah class. Oh wow. And I was like, holy fuck.
0: So when you applied to USC did you have to send the film? You have to send yeah. three. You, you have to send, send three. three. Wow! You have
3: to send three. You have to show his examples
0: of your work. I hated that. I hated yeah. doing that you so much. You have to
3: show three of them. And then one of them was very specific. So I had to show two that I've created mm-hmm. here recently. Yeah. And then I have to show one that involved, and they gave me, oh God, about nine different options of mm-hmm. sets of things that I have to show. Yeah. And I just had to pick one. And so okay. I just picked the easiest one. Um, smart (laughs) smart ones I knew I could, some of them, I was like, what does that even mean? Yeah. And so, um, I had just to show just, uh, um, in a USC under the film, uh, degree, there are six different components. Okay. So there is performance and there is directing and there is lighting and Mm -hmm. there is screenwriting. Mm -hmm. Um, and then two others that I always forget. And then I knew I wanted to do directing and screenwriting. Yeah. I knew that. And so, um, I was like, I'll always act, but my passion had just kind of juxtapositioned mm-hmm. from the 18-year-old that wanted to perform to the 19-year-old that got a taste of directing. Yeah. And then the, pa- the next five years, I had just focused a lot on writing yeah. and taken different courses on it at Baylor. Yeah. And so I, I had to send in examples of work. I had to send in, um, it's funny, him and her mm-hmm. started um, at USC on, oh, wow. on a small little pitch note yeah. that I wrote that I expanded on later, uh, um, and so it, it's kind of funny how things kind of come full circle, like yeah. in in the career and where we're headed. But um, yeah, I had to send them like examples of the work and examples of my writing, and then give them like a five page I statement on what I would do with that degree after. Oh wow! That's... And how I'm going to represent the university for the rest of my life. Holy moly! Uh, it, it's a big it's a big thing to them, but I'm yeah. glad it is because it puts a lot of. Um, expectation on yeah. a USC graduate as it should. Yeah. And so, um, and, and it makes you want to be there and it makes mm. you
0: take it very, very seriously. Yeah. And when you get there, you realize like, holy yes, shit. Yes. It's this the is, Mecca of, uh, yeah. you know, film schools besides NYU. It's like, right. the, you know, the West coast of, of film schools. It like, is. Yeah. I mean, shit. Like I think, Anyone that wants goes there, UCLA, you know, NYU, you're Mm -hmm. when you go there, you better be fucking ready. You
3: have to be ready. And and what's crazy is that we got in there and we would talk and we didn't think ready. I was like, I don't know if I got in here because I'm brown. Yeah or like then they had their they didn't get their cap of of Hispanic students. (laughs) So we didn't know how we really got in the program. But I was talking to um another another student when I was there. And she's like, it doesn't feel like work for us, though. Yeah. And I was like, that's because we're we're in a program where we should be. Yeah. We're writing. Writing's not. It's it's hard. It's it's always hard. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not impossible for us because we like to create the world. We're yeah. just now refining our our talent that we naturally have. Yeah. And we're just learning what makes great storytelling and yeah. how to keep the the audience interested and yeah. at times i'm human i i still fumble i had a table read today with um with with uh, my third film and um, i asked for feedback like i always do and uh, i had an actor email me right away and he was like hey there's some funny moments but here are the moments i thought were just not funny and stupid yeah and i was like duly noted oh, yeah that, and that's okay because yeah. that will help me and so um even if you go to these fancy schmancy
0: schools like the real work comes after. Yeah, The real work and comes after. And you still got to be humble, too. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, even, like, just in general, just be humble. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Because You can go to school and be like, I'm this, that, and the other I thing, and then you, you're not going to... You're not going to do yeah. shit. And, like, I learned that.
3: I mean, I was very proud to make it into yeah. SC, and, and I wear those colors at Pride, and I'm, I'm yeah. thankful, and I'll speak highly of that school. I didn't learn... 30 percent of what it really takes yeah you learn so much after you You do and
0: that's that's why i tell a lot of people too is like i never learned anything until after like i got out of school i mean as much as school gave me and like as much as like you should go to school still anyway for the stuff but like the most experience i got was going on sets thank you and that was the most like that was the best ever and like you learned so much like one of the first big sets i ever did was like uh, in insurance commercial, I don't know. I never. I don't know if it ever came out. I was in South Jersey, mm-hmm. but just going on that set, it was it was fun. Yep. It. I learned so much because yep. I was. I like you know. I want to be a cinematographer ever since I got out of college, but mm-hmm. I was gripping electrical, okay. so I was totally different. But I learned so much, and I was. Well, no, I'm sorry. I was second, like assistant to the second camera or whatever. I don't okay. even know what I was doing. I was kind of like flying around all over the place. Yeah. I guess I was paing really. And then, like the second time, I was gripping electrical and stuff like that. But I learned so much from the dude who was like teaching me. That I was like, "What the fuck? Like, <laughs> like why didn't I learn this yeah. in school where I yeah. should have?" And, but again, like I didn't go to school. I went to visual. I went to art school, but didn't mm. have a video. They had a video program. Didn't have mm. an, a cinema program.
3: Okay, so it's completely different. I kind of see that, yeah. that 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 route, and I really think, like, I think school kind of spoils you in a sense. Yeah, and and, I can and, see that. and SC kind of did, and the fact that. The first production I remember working on indie yeah, in L.A. after, I was like, damn, we are broke as shit. Yeah. And like we <laughs> can't get no, like, oh, there's permits? Yeah. Because SC would cover all that shit. Oh, really? And, and, and SC had so many good ins. Yeah. We got tons of location. Oh, boy. Yeah, you, um, you got really spoiled. Yeah, we were just spoiled. Yeah. And we knew that there was a thing called permits. We never paid for those yeah. because we were students at that school. Um, luckily I have a cousin who who is a location manager for Warner Brothers okay. and so that would help me in my career after oh, SC you're just, you're
0: just fucking I, I was
3: born into the right yeah. family so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: and so um and to be in this field yeah. and there's only like four of us that do like film yeah. and entertainment and I was like why isn't everybody doing it we'd be like a, a mass you've, mega yeah, family be, Yeah,
0: no there's like three <laughs> of us I'm like fuck get on board with oh us my God, I fucking love <laughs> Warner Brothers I went to that Warner Brothers tour yeah, that thing's fucking. All- we went. Yeah, we went, I've done it a few times. I think a year, two years ago, and mm-hmm. that was so cool. I'm like, we need to go back again for the second one. Yeah, there's like three tiers, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we did the uh, the cheaper one. Yeah, <laughs> We need to do the next one, which is like the golden yeah. age. <laughs> right, and so
3: it's really fun. And so, but I learned. I was like, dang, shit's expensive. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> no this, shit. Like this is expensive, yeah. and we're still broke. Yeah, and now I have student loan. Wow, yeah. this really sucks. But I learned so much on how to be resourceful in yeah. film. And um, how we wear many many hats. Oh yes, um, just things that really I didn't learn in film school, well, and I didn't
0: learn there. The but. many hats part's more independent films than yeah. it is actual like what you're probably going to learn at film school. Because it's like, oh, you're a director, you're a lighting guy, you're a cinematographer, you're
3: yep. the you know mm-hmm. grip, you're this. And so, and and next project, you guys should all rotate so yeah. everyone does it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, there's always one man for every job yeah. or one person for every job. And in indie, there's like four of us. Yeah, and that's very true. We need to all do it, you yeah. know. And, and but I learned so much more that way, and yeah, that's yeah. really what came like my love for the indie world mm-hmm. and and making him and her an indie film, yeah. and just you know,
0: like the basket that I did. Yeah. And then, so you're out of school now. Uh, well, actually what was it like working on projects with other people? Cause you're in that screenwriting program, but you're also in a director's program, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was it like working in those two programs and also working with everyone else in that, in that, in that world of USC filmmaking?
3: It was the, some of the best years of my life. Yeah. I, I really think we we're, we're very fortunate because we really get the best professors to mm-hmm. come in from not even all of the major, but even the mid major studios in mm-hmm. town. Yeah. And it's, not only are we getting taught like the theory behind film and the appreciation of it, but we're getting taught from assistant directors on XYZ film on this film. And, and it's interesting because they're like, now mind you, they're also talking about these big budget studio releases that the majority of us are never going to work on, but it's, it's building this, this, this love for this art that we already have. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're in there with like-minded individuals. Yeah. Um, but these people are very real. And that's what I loved about the experience is that we, we knew we were very fortunate to be accepted into this program and to meet the individuals we did, even the celebrities that we did. Because um, we worked very closely with like the music school. Um, so you work really closely with the USC band. And, oh, wow. And that's they've really won cool. Grammys what <laughs> the for Tusk. They w- They have like Grammys in their hall. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm working with like people who have won Grammys. Yeah. And I was like, why? Why? Yeah, yeah. I'm just this little boy from Fullerton, California. Why am I working yeah, with people who have won Grammys? Yeah. Um, but I am. So now is the time to shut up and listen. Yeah. And listen to how they talk to people and what they talk about. And so to be sitting in those meetings, to talk about projects that we're doing with those level of individuals, that's where USC gets you ready. Yeah. It gets you ready for this for this life after. So I would just say that the projects that we did – um, although
0: we're still film school students, yeah. so they were not good. <laughs> did you have to shoot on film or digital? Like, did they have the classroom film or did they have, they had both? They, bo- they had both. What did you, did you shoot on both or did you shoot on like, you obviously prefer one over the other? I, I obviously, I prefer digital, but, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, but,
3: but I mean, it's part of the, the curriculum. It's yeah. part of the repertoire of that yeah, school yeah.
0: to fully educate you. can film, man. And That's so- just. I no, I would never I, I took a film photography class in college and that shit How was, did that go? Well uh let's just say it went all right. Oh, okay, <laughs> no, no that's not good. not really. It went terribly. Uh <laughs> cause I couldn't crop for shit. There you like,
3: go. Okay, there's the real guy.
0: Like I couldn't crop for shit. Like yeah. whenever, like I I was literally matching up crops and like, you know, doing the whole thing. I'm like, all right, it's the right size and I put it into the wash bath and do the whole thing. And next thing I know, it's fucking crooked. I'm like, where the (laughs) fuck did this come from?
3: I remember learning all that stuff and and reiterating to myself, this is why you like screenwriting. Yeah, this is why you like screenwriting. What was it? This (laughs) is why it's better to be with you know, like in in writers 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 writers. Right, like this is where you're gonna live. This is where you're gonna be. (laughs) Get your laptop ready. what,
0: What was it like directing a student film? And I'll ask you later, what was it like directing your first woman the comparison and contrast cont- contrast uh-huh. contrast of that? but let's ask you about the first time directing in college
3: Ian, um
0: was it a breeze or was it like, oh my god,
3: I psyched myself out for that okay i I remembered the task in front of me, and i was I wanted to be perfect yeah and and that's what the first comparison when we talk about the other film later mm-hmm. um is my strive to be a perfectionist yeah, and and I I remember our professors would tell us, "You're in graduate school, mm. so all of you have OCD. <laughs> it's a given. You yeah. all are perfectionists. Yeah, that is what has gotten you to this point in life. What you're going to learn over the next two to four years, depending on how long you take, is like is the release of that. Yeah, and how you 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 can oversee things, but you can't control everything, and it's going to be very hard for you. Yeah, and even though they they warned me, first time I student directed, I I wanted to be perfect. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to be famous off yeah. this. So I was like, I have to be perfect from the jump. I have to be the best USC's ever had. And, yeah. And it, it, it made a not fun experience. Yeah. Cause I, I, I wasn't myself. I wasn't Aaron yeah, I, yeah. I, on set. I was trying to be Mr. Castillo. And, yeah, yeah. And, and it, Did you wear a suit on set too? Oh, in my head I did. Like I really (laughs) did it, but like I walked around like I did. And I was like, who are you? You're not this guy. You've never been this guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, why are you trying to be what I thought a director is? And in hindsight, I was like, you were just a little student director. You should yeah. have just been like,
0: I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? One small so, step at a time. Yeah. One but foot I, I in wasn't, front of the other. I wasn't
3: doing that. I yeah. was acting as if I knew all the steps. Yeah. And follow and
0: me
2: and I'll show you. Did it show you in the film? It did. Yeah? It what, did.
0: What did you What did you take away from that experience besides like, you know, being, you know, you had the... Not be that big yeah. you know, person, shoulders back, and all that mm-hmm. stuff.
3: What you? What else did you learn from that? Like too. I learned how to listen actually, because that's one thing I would not do. Yeah. My my first time up, and I got better as the yeah. years went on. I was at SC for three years. Um, I learned to listen mm-hmm. to the opinions in the room. Yeah. Um, to all of them, and and some you take, some you don't, and that's okay. Yeah. But I learned that I like to be heard. Yeah. Thus, I should hear. Yeah. And um, you can see the progress of of. Of one man's vision, mm-hmm. my first film, yeah, to what I can do now, which is actually the accumulation of every mind, yeah. including the cast, yeah. on that set. And that those films are great. Yeah. Because it's it's better because we're hitting all these angles versus one little itty bitty person. Yeah.
0: Cause it's a it's a it's a a team effort film filmmaking. And then two, again, like you said, you're listening to everyone in the room, but also you have the final say. So like right. Again, also too, like someone brings up something that's a great idea, and you're like, "Well, what if we did this with this?" You kind of, I guess, executive chef it in a sense. If I'm right. if I'm using the right analogy there, so we have to be the executive chef and the the listener, and also again, psychology psychology right yeah.
3: comes to play again. It does. I remember when uh, the opening scene of him and her, um, we follow. Brennan one of the characters Devon Tear uh, Devon Tear yes yep. yeah. friend of the show I love you
0: Devin <laughs> he was on the podcast a long time ago he
3: is how I found out about you and yeah. how I grew to become a fan of you actually yeah. oh thank you just because yeah. I had seen him tagged and I was yeah. like frame chaser I like that like yeah. Fame chaser but frame Yeah, very thank cool you. he knows a way with words and then I listened to you yeah and I was like, "Oh, he's fun." He's like his voice yeah. is upbeat. He's cool. Yeah. And then everyone you've brought on since, I just I always listen. So oh, thanks. Of, You're the only fan.
0: person that probably listens to every episode. I then. do <laughs> listen
3: to every episode. I really do. And I, um, you bring in a, an array of people. I've noticed because when I first was listening, I was like, oh, "Okay." And then I began to see like actors. I was like, yeah. Oh, he brings in actors, yeah. not just like director producer level. Yeah. He brings in like actors. I was like, oh, that's so cool. So yeah. it, I just respect that. I Thank think you. it's neat because you. you get to hear. Um, where everybody kind of comes from. Yeah, that's what we're and trying to we do. And get do. common ground with yeah. everyone because it's like, oh, okay, the next time I talk to Adia, like, I already know this. Yeah, and it's yeah. kind of cool, Yeah, you know?
0: and even if you don't know the person, you want to know the person too. Right. Like, I know uh, George is like, I want to work with Asani now. You know what I mean? Yes, like everyone. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, you have all these like range of people that want to work with each other now like you yeah. lost work with my friend Jamie and stuff like that. So it's it's fascinating like Yeah. It's it's hopefully opening doors for people.
3: I had seen Hassani's work on um what is the name Colin is it Colin Humphreys? Colin. Uh or Colin going to hear this and be like Karen doesn't know my name. And uh, I'm actually talking to him. Is it Red Hood it?
0: Don't No, I'm no, not. It, it,
3: it's I don't even I don't know if it was a a film or if it's just made for a reel. Yeah. But um, Oh,
0: was it like one of those uh like things that they were doing like with the prom type thing. Yes. So I, okay, funny what enough, is, what so is that? Cause that I did so ask, I did ask Alberto cause Alberto was on the podcast. Yes, yes, he yes. was actually episode 50, wait, hold on. I 52 or 50. No, he's 54 or 53. No, okay. 54. He's 54. So you, by the time this episode comes out, this episode will be out already. Oh, okay. okay so, okay, okay. but to tell you, cause this is in the past. This is, no, it's in uh, the past. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, what are you guys doing? They're like, oh, it's just demo reels for just movies and stuff. I'm like, dude, you should make that. that like, I, I thought it was an anthology you're making because it right. makes sense. I'm like, I thought it was like one of those like, you know, fucking like type of movies where it's an anthology of shit and all kind of centers around. He's like, no, but that's a good idea. Uh, it's I'm a pretty brilliant sure I'm, idea. I'm also paraphrasing that so maybe I didn't like, fully <laughs> say all that but the, uh, when you listen, no, we'll go back and we'll listen go to back. It. I'll, yeah. I'm gonna listen to. <laughs> yeah.
3: it. I'll listen to it. But you can, you can uh, um, correct me. Uh, I was like, I saw the footage and I fell in love with it. Yeah. The, um The filmmaker in me falls in love with the frame and, and the footage yeah. first. I don't even listen, to be honest. And, and 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 I tell people this as I get close to them because a lot of That's actors, a lot of actors in town are like, yeah. "How can you get over the bad acting?" Obviously, honestly, I don't listen with sound the first time. Yeah. I turn the sound off and I just. Admire, I call it a cinematic boner. If I see one, it's like a cinematic boner. I'll be like, a
0: shirt, actually. <laughs> make <that> yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> make it one. I will. So, <laughs> so I call it cinematic boners. So yeah. I'm like, I get one if I yeah. see beautiful, yeah, like stylistic choices in in frame, and I watch it. And yeah. when I saw Colin, is I it was, Colin Hayes? Colin Hayes. Yeah, Colin yeah. Hayes, not Because <laughs> there's a Colin. Cahill or Cahill or something. I don't There's know. A few Collins in this town, and so it's <laughs> one Colin too many. Hayes. <laughs> right, right, right. Started all the Collins so out there. Although I, I like, I like both of you, Collins. <laughs> so, you know, let's put that out there. Uh, but Colin Hayes, I've, I've talked to him already yeah. about his acting. I think he's yeah. he's quite talented. And so I remember I saw it, and then I turned the volume on, and I liked Collins' acting. Yeah, I thought he was very natural, and um, and he was a, ple- a pleasure to watch, and it made yeah. me watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I always, when I reach out to actors that I really don't know. I tell them that. I say, it. it you made me want to watch. Because mm-hmm. you know, bad acting and, and poor choices, I'll stop watching in nine seconds. Yeah. You made me watch all 54 seconds. Yeah. Applause. That's that's a big task. And I was like, but who was responsible? Who was behind that? Yeah. And he was like, oh, Hassani Johnson. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Come here, Hassani. And I was like, yeah. whoa, He his talent is so yeah. great.
0: They're, him and Albert are fucking ph- phenomenal. So good. Yeah, so good. So good. So good. So good. Yeah. I feel like I'm just complimenting them to the whole set. <laughs> oh, we're episode. doing
3: Hassani and Alberto is <laughs> saying like, how much we love y'all. You so you're welcome.
0: And I love everyone on the show. Okay. Like I do love, I have no favorites. I'm like, I can't, I feel like a, ver- a fucking parent when they're like, who's your favorite kid? They're like, I, I love, love them everyone. all. I love, I love them all. Different. Well, yeah. except one or two people. But I'll tell you off the camera who that one exactly, person is. Yeah. Exactly. It, name is Dusty Nyers. <laughs> I have no clue who you're talking about. Yeah, me either. <laughs> uh, so, okay. <laughs> so out of film school, Mm-hmm. And, and directing that first time and all that stuff. And what do you do after film school? I sat actually you for sat.
3: eight years. Oh I my gosh. I didn't do anything. So you literally didn't do anything. No. Nope. So Not right even work. Nope. Um, I, I switched tactics. I switched okay. careers. Um, so I said my approach yeah. to film um, is unique. And yeah. it really does bring in holistically both sides of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was full in from eight to 24. Yes. Yeah. Theater and film and performance. And then I graduated with yeah. this awesome degree and i moved to las vegas mm-hmm. uh, for a job in counseling oh, okay yep so i so bring back you know, that psych that degree. psych yeah. yeah so i never left the psych i would have to balance both yeah. and and it left me no time in grad school because i had you know um two 64 unit programs in front of me yeah um so it took that's right it took me 3 years wow, six and so each, yeah. I think
0: that's like, what? It's usually- It's like, like two t- years each? Yeah, it's like, what, like 12 credits a semester? It's like 12 Typically, credits yeah. a semester. Wow, I knew my and math so, correctly. So. And <laughs> I had, you are, good <laughs> job, you're a smart man. And so, uh, for a
3: frame chaser,
0: you're very smart. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. didn't want to go to school for math. <laughs> and
3: so, I had to take summer courses. I yeah. mean, I really worked my tail off in grad school. Um, but I was, I'm glad I did. Yeah. And so, I moved to Vegas for a counseling job. And I really kind of kissed film goodbye. I okay. was like, well, you know what, that was fun, and I really liked did it. Did it burn you out at all then? Like, or was um, it just like it a- was? It was to be quite honest, um, money. Money. It, it was a money decision. I okay. got offered um, a counseling, yeah. a therapist role. Yeah, yeah. Um, For foster children up here yeah. in Las Vegas, starting me um, uh, pretty high, pretty high, like yeah. in, in the higher end of the of uh, the sixties. Oh, good. Yeah. And, and so coming out of film school and coming out of, of, of college in general, yeah, I was like. I mean, in a year? yeah, what the yeah, that's let me sign that contract real quick. Uh, I don't give a shit what I do anymore. <laughs> I, was, I was like, foster kids, yep, love them. Can I counsel them? Of course, so, <laughs> done it before, so I've done it before, right? <laughs> and so, um, no, mind you, I had to do like yeah. practicum hours in counseling also yeah, while yeah. I was doing student film here, and so I moved up here, yeah, I moved up here, uh, for the job. My family had moved up here. Um, so brought had, the whole family along? They moved from Texas when oh, I was okay. at USC. Oh, I moved okay. to USC solo by myself. Now, I have family because I'm yeah. from Orange County. Um, so I was never far away from family. Um, but I'm Mexican, and we are ridiculously close. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, and I'm very, very proud of that. Well, it's like Italians that. in a sense. It's, to, right. Yeah. It's just family-oriented. Yeah. And my family wanted to go back to California. Mm-hmm. But in 2005, um, the, the housing market was like, what, a, a seller's market? Yeah. So... But the crash
0: happened in 2008, right? Right, so it was right before before
3: the 2008 crash. And I remember my dad was like, hey, we want to go back to California. Yeah. But the house you grew up in, which was a three-bedroom, 1,500 square feet, Mm -hmm. in average part of Fullerton, was like $910,000. Holy
0: shit. Don't you just love inflation in California?
3: And my dad said, no, ma'am. That will never happen. Like, I'm not paying that my mortgage is going to be like 3,800. Yeah. He's like, no, you can't retire. He's like, no, I'll be working till (laughs) till the day I die. He's like, and my dad was so close to retirement. And so he got a job with the housing authority here and, um, found a beautiful home in Summerland, brand new. My mom walked in. She's like, it's brand new. There's not even a scuff in here. I'll be the first scuff. I want it. Yeah. And so he, he moved out here. Yeah. So when I was done, I, um, my nephew who is 14 now, Mm -hmm. Um, Was uh, three years old at the time. Yeah. And he had gotten diagnosed with leukemia. Oh, shit. Thankfully, he beat it. Oh, good. Yeah. After 18 months, he went into remission. And after three years, it's gone. Yeah. Now he's this 14-year-old, awesome, brilliant, brilliant student. Um, who gets on my nerves at times, but I'm thankful he's here to get on my nerves. It happens. Because he's a teen and he knows everything. But um, he's a brilliant kid and I absolutely adore him. Yeah. Him and then uh, he's my godson. And Mm -hmm. then I have a goddaughter, Alyssa, his little sister. And so I I moved out here for them. I didn't want to not be with them. Mm -hmm. Um, I love all the jobs in my life, but... My favorite job is being a godfather to those two kids. Yeah, and so I just knew I wanted to be here. And so when I came up here, um, it was for a counseling job, and yeah. I fell in love with it. I, I really fell in love with the kids at St. Jude and helping them heal their hurt. Yeah, um, you know the abandonment issues that they have. Um, and I really did kind of kiss film goodbye for yeah. about eight years. And I worked my way up that corporate ladder yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and worked my way into um, a director job yeah. of that agency.
0: A director of the agency, of not, agency. not a director not, of film. Not, no, no, <laughs> not a
3: director of film, a director of that agency. And I learned yeah. how politics work. Interesting, and yeah. I learned how you have to rub elbows and how you might hate someone in the room. yeah, But if they're linked to tons of money mm-hmm. for this nonprofit agency that I'm yeah. running you're my best friend yeah, and I'm going to really like everything you say. (laughs) Right. And you have to learn politics and and it, it transfers over back into this film world. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, your,
0: your, your circle of life is very fascinating about that. Like, you know, you go into psychology, you go into a theater, both kind of, in a sense, theater is like the original film and then it transfers the film. Then psychology is you need that for dealing with egos and all that shit. Boom. And now you're doing rubbing elbows again. Something a producer does is rub yeah. elbows. So you're really like we're everything's pointing to film.
3: It is. It yeah. is. My whole life has to yeah. this moment. And so I enjoyed my years in counseling and mm. running that agency. And um, when I say running, I mean, I had there was other directors yeah, yeah. there too, but um, holistically running. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, what made me come back to film. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really how, how God really works in life. Um, I had gotten let go, believe it or oh, not, shit. from that agency. And I took it from crap. I remember mm-hmm. we got to St. Jude and half the beds were full. Half the money was coming in. We're a nonprofit. So you only get paid from the, the kids that you are putting in placement. Yeah. And we got the thing up to 98% capacity. Wow. The Kids were thriving. Yeah. And uh, we're doing very, very well. But um, what I learned, no matter how hard I, I rubbed elbows mm-hmm. and schmoozed my way yeah. to making sure the CEO loves me. What really rules is money. Yeah. And when things get tight, I don't care how close I am to you. Yeah. I want my job over yours. Yeah. And I'm going to cut your job to save mine. And that's what happened. And my job title, boom, I had three weeks. Now they gave me $4,000 as a severance, Yeah, which um, seems like a lot, but it's not. It's not. No. It's really not. No. And um, especially because I'd gotten used to this level of paycheck. Yeah. Like, I got used to this. Like, like I was dining at different restaurants now. um, And I was like, fuck, I guess back to Jack in the Box it is. Like, I can't act like I'm not from there. Like, I'm from the Jack in the Box crew. But, like, you know, like, I was like, okay, no more sushi (laughs) nights. Like, you know, back to Chili's. (laughs) But, you know, like but that's my home. That's my people. Jack in the Box crew, I like it. (laughs) That is. That's me, man. All right. And so, um, I might be USC, but on the inside, nah. Jack in the Box crew. We're Jack in the Box crew. We, you know, we're a state school on the inside. But, um, Anyway, so I, um, I I led it, led me back to film. I called my yeah. sister and I was like, Hey, I want back in. Yeah. I want back in. And she goes, You're not even ready. She goes, wow. You've been gone. Yes. Yeah. For eight years. She goes, What year is this, by the way? It is 2014. 2014.
0: Okay. 2014. So a 2014.
3: The year after I moved here. And so, yeah. So yeah. I, I had not even touched the Las Vegas scene. I yeah. didn't even, I, no one knew me here. Yeah. I knew no one here. Um, it took me two years. So now we're at 2016, mm-hmm. where I would, Go back and forth to LA a yeah. lot because she was like, we don't even, you don't even drop headshots in baskets anymore. She's <laughs> like, it is like all like online submission, like actors yeah. access LA casting. Do you have that? What? Yeah. She's like, get
0: on casting yeah. networks. You're fu- you're fully out of the game. Uh, yeah. You're I was so, so far out. I was so far out. I was
3: like, oh, okay. And I was like, so we don't need like, thank you. Like postcard notes. Like get on casting networks, Aaron. Yeah. She goes, get headshots, get back in a yeah, class. Yeah. And I started. I, I started from ground zero again. Wow. Yeah. Back at the drawing board. And started and from the bottom of the gas. And just acting. Because I was like, okay, let me see one if I still have it. Mm-hmm. And two, what is I mean, I've been watching TV, but like yeah. what are what are people doing now? Yeah, yeah. What does the writing circles look like? Like who who are the who are the are you not watching TV
0: at all when you're
3: when you're a director? Not really. That. Not really. No. No. No, not really. I kinda got I kinda really did like say goodbye to it. Like I turned off that part of my brain. It's yeah. never really turned off though, because you know as well as I do when yeah. we watch TV, we have to turn off the work part of us to yeah. enjoy it as audience. And even then See, we at least I start to critique.
0: I find some here, here here's my secret of life hmm. about movies and shit like that. Tell me. I don't fucking critique the films the first time I watch it. Okay. I my brain is totally off you can do that. And right. I literally enjoy the film. And that's where I think I learned most of my filmmaking as well and really my studies is by actually just watching it and enjoying it as a consumer. Huh? Because aren't we all consumers in the end?
3: 100 yes. percent So
0: if I can just watch it as a consumer, I've learned so much. Like Jaws. Like I know like all, all these fucking things, watching it religiously as a kid. But now as an adult, I can pull probably some of that shit off. And I don't really critique it in that sense. I if I watch it two or three times, then I start critiquing the shit out of it. I'm like, all right, that's cool. But, you know, yeah. still my favorite movie, but, you know, there's problems. Yeah. And so that's unfortunately how I watch it
3: the first time. Yeah. I have well, to a- consciously. To stop that. <laughs> God, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying um, to consciously turn that part off. I remember reading something. I forgot when that said um going into the film industry will ruin the way you watch TV. Yeah. And I was like, "Nah, no it won't." Yeah. And as an adult, I'm like, "Oh, kind of did." Because even if I'm watching something for fun with friends, yeah. I find myself in my head like analyzing it yeah. and pulling it apart filmmaker-wise, yeah. not and that's not what you do when you're watching no. it for fun. And so it yeah. it kind of has and I, and I'm 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 working on yeah. not. Yeah, dissecting. I work on it.
0: Just just like they I mean seriously, like if you're going to the movies and you're paying to see a movie, yeah. are you really gonna pay to critique the movie? Right. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, I'm going to enjoy. I'm right. going to eat popcorn. That's why I'm there actually. Right, yeah. Probably exactly. not for the movie. <laughs> probably. Yeah. I'm Let's going be for honest. the food. <laughs> we're I'm really going for the food. We're there for the, for the jumbo popcorn. <laughs> exactly. and,
3: <then> like, <laughs> and the nachos. Yeah. And I want both. <laughs> yeah. That's and the pre- all and the pretzels. I want. And, the, right, and I want it all before the movie starts. Yeah. And like, then
0: yeah. and then you yeah. regret yourself after that. Exactly. We what was it we wanted went to see a movie and we're like we can't eat the popcorn yet. We can't eat the popcorn yet. We're fucking finished with the popcorn by the time the Hell movie starts. yeah! I
3: yeah, think. Oh my god, it's my favorite part. It is. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know what? Regal popcorn. That's one.
3: Yes, I just. Lo- I love. What is it about movie theater
0: popcorn? Do they put something else in the butter? I don't know. Or the oil. I, or I'm not a is. big butter fan of that stuff. No, like, you're not. I don't like, like the, the extra butter. I used to like it. Yeah. But then I got like into like I'm like it's just too greasy. I'm like I don't want to be greasy and like rub my pants. That and, part like, is gross. Yeah. Though. and Then I'm like all right napkins. I don't want bug with that shit. So mm-hmm. I'm like. There's enough butter on this fucking thing, like, from them. So, yeah, I'm all about the non-butter butter. I just butter. think the, the popcorn in yeah. general is... It's something about something it.
3: Something is different. Maybe it's it's that, smells. It has to be. Yeah, I think... Don't they
0: pump, like, popcorn smells into yeah, the Yeah, they theater? do. They yeah. do,
3: like, through the air Vents, conditioning yeah. and the vent and whatnot. Because, uh, like, what they say, you... Like, we first eat with our eyes, yeah. and it, we become appetized with our yeah. nose. So it's, it's like true. If we smell the fajitas, or in a Mexican restaurant, yeah. no matter what you That's order, true. the sizzling fajitas, let the, sizz- the sizzling fajitas come out, and we yep. smell it, and You're
2: it, like, oh, yeah, right, yeah, it works. Oh my god, you know now, I want, now I want fajitas. I know people know what <laughs> that, they're doing. Marketing <laughs> marketers, they're the smart little marketing, and I love them.
0: Yeah, It's like McDonald's also the fries, the, the fries, yeah, the smell of it's fries, fries at McDonald's, or yeah. But like, I don't know about jack-in-the-box. No, like, no.
3: jack-in-the-box doesn't have it like that. It's just
0: like these two tacos that's actually
3: for like, like $1.29 the that tacos I'm, are like, bad, I'm like, actually. Them, I'm like, give yeah. And they're so bad, but I'm but just like, hook me bad. up. Hook me up with four.
0: Like, if you're <laughs> running there really quick, bring me four back. Bring me four. Like, I'm cool with that. So <laughs> that's what it is for good, me. Good choice, by the way. The tacos, I always get those, get those, get those, get those instead of the fries. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm not a big fry fan there. But okay, anywho, back to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Side notes. Um. Actually, can you do me a favor real quick? Can you yeah. pass me that laptop? I have to change the. It's... Yeah, before we continue, because I have to change the SD card on this goddamn thing. This back over here, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. blue. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. I put a six-four gig card in here. Mm-hmm. I don't know All right, uh, so where were we with you? Um, oh, you went back, started getting back into film mm-hmm. with acting. Yep. And you were giving out your baskets of headshots.
3: <laughs> yeah, because I thought that's what you still <laughs> yes. did. I thought you went to agencies and, yeah. and dropped off your headshot in the basket for representation. Um, I was smart enough to know that representation is one of the last steps, not one of the first. So for you really? actors out there, hmm. representation is one of the last steps, not one of the first.
0: Why is that? Because
3: you are not ready for representation when mm. you're first starting off in acting. You're that, just not. That
0: makes sense. That was a stupid question probably to ask. But. Yeah,
3: you, you, you're not ready for that. Yeah. I, I, I think it's crazy. I know an actor yeah. who's uh, just moved to L.A. two days ago, and he's DTMing. My nephew taught me dtm mm. doing too much because he's constantly That's a new one. I love it though yeah. and I'm using it. I like it. Um because he's constantly posting himself and making sure that the tag reads Los Angeles, Hollywood, California. And oh, I fucking, and hate, I fucking people that do hate that. that. I, and I hate it. Hate it. Hate I know it with I the do that passion. a couple times but
0: I fucking hate I I,
3: I Oh believe me, when yeah. I go back to 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 LA, I'll yeah. make sure to post something cuz the yeah. the city has an energy that's undeniable. Yeah, it does. Yeah. The city has this energy mm-hmm. and you feel it the second you kind of Come over the yeah, like the Cone Pass, and you can begin mm-hmm. to see L.A. um It has this energy, and I love that energy. Yeah. But as someone who's lived there and grown up around there, don't come into the city and just like blast all over. I like, I just fucking hate it. Yeah, like, I know you. You get what I'm saying. Yeah, I just fucking hate that. I'm like, dude, calm the fuck down. You've been here 14 minutes.
0: You're yeah. not the next Brad Pitt. <laughs>
3: Like you're just, you're just not
0: taking pictures with like the fucking Hollywood walk of fame. Yes, people like, yeah, so, right. Look you, why man, I met Johnny the, Depp. No, right. you didn't. That's you not Johnny the, Depp.
3: The Chinese tourists, like stop doing that. And it stop. just, it bothers
0: <laughs> me. No, I hate tourists. This, this is kind of <laughs> off topic though. I hate tourists that take iPad pictures. They take, oh God, I think I've seen like, like the whole fucking they hold, iPad. They use the iPad to take pictures. You ever seen, you never yes, saw that? Yes, I think oh, I have okay. seen
3: like one or two times. I'm like, Baby. oh my God, I just
0: get so pissed off. I'm like, like really?
3: Baby, bring out your phone. honey. <laughs> it's so much better. Don't bring this big Next fat thing iPad. You know, people do that.
0: People don't have selfie sticks with iPads on
2: the oh fucking my God, end. behind like, like, that.
3: <laughs> I've seen that and I'm like, oh my God, I'd be humiliated if that was my mom. <laughs> and so, um, so anyway, so I, I tell actors that. Yeah. I tell actors. Because I remember I fell in love with the business side of this industry. So I'm always business side first. And I tell them, on like your 10 steps of what to do, because there's really no school, there's really no school in Mm -hmm. how to be an actor. Yeah. It's like this smorgasbord of information that you get and you have to decipher. Yeah. And and everybody wants to be the next Brad Pitt or Mary Street, right? And you should have those Hollywood dreams. You should have those big dreams. Otherwise, why are you doing this? Um, And so. With that said, they think, okay, once I get representation or get myself an agent, so I can say I have an agent. Let me talk to my agent. Yeah, um, I've made it. And really, your career begins when you first like get the agent. Yeah, it's not like the end all, says all. No, yeah. People tend to celebrate that as an accomplishment, and like that means your work is just starting. Like, yeah, starting. And so. I tell people the, um, the 10, 10, 10, 5. You should have 10 feature films, 10 short films, 10 student films, and 5 webisodes under your belt before you even move to LA. Before wow, you yeah. even think about representation. The 10, 10, 10, 10 5. 10. You should, 1, 2, 3, 10s, and 5? Yeah, you should have 10 features, 10 shorts, 10 student films, and 5 Webisodes under your belt before you even pitch yourself to an agency. Why would I Ow. want to work and, yeah. and pitch you out when you have seven credits
0: on your IMDb? Yeah, and but this one, th- you know what I mean. But also, I see. I, I remember I get like a little fuzzy with IMDb. I think IMDb isn't the be all end all, though. At the same right. time, mm. because again, like there's commercials. There not. No one puts fucking commercials on IMDb. Right. Really, true. Or like you know, other even like. It's not you. You're not supposed to put yourself on IMDb like a production company is. Right. So yeah. So this bad ad- on etiquette. On IMDb. It's yeah. very bad. Which, which um this really nice guy, Yanel, Yanel, Yanel. Again, I'm sorry if he butchered. He told me that he was on the episode about a couple weeks ago, and he was telling me like I didn't know that I just yeah. kind of did it, and now I didn't understand. But. Still, like, sometimes production companies don't give a shit, and, like, they yeah, won't and put they it won't. On there.
3: Right. Not everyone does an IMDb, yeah. so that's true. Yeah. Um, I know that with the industry, though, when it's looked at, it's because you can't fake an IMDb. Yeah. Um, but people do, because they that's true do too. The, the dreaded uncredited. Yeah. God, don't do that. Like, that's yeah, just, so fucking tacky. I hate when
0: people. It's, it's kind of like, you know what, too? Like, there's CVs and stuff like that. Like, I, it, it's just crazy, like. I don't know. It I I think just IMDB is not the be all end all of everything. And it's right. kind of like weird, like used as this metric. Yeah, it is. And it, and it really shouldn't. Yeah. Be it is used as a metric though, it, it, but it, it, you know, again,
3: I think is it's a tangible resource yeah. for people to reach out to that's and, true. and compare against. That's true. Yeah. And that's how my sister views it. Like yeah. it's not the end all says all, but she goes, it is something for us to look at. Yeah. Um, she goes, not that we're comparing resume to IMDB. Who was that time? She yeah. Goes, but to look at and kind of see what you've done. Yeah. Um, to know really what you can handle in in some aspect. And so um, back to to, like my trajectory. So when I had gotten back into it um, after about two years actually of acting classes again and getting, you know, small roles here Mm -hmm. and there um, I was like, you know what? I want to write again. Yeah. I want to, I want to write again. The the bug has bit me again. Mm -hmm. And I remember that 19 year old. I remember that eight year old and I'm ready. Yeah. That's kind of where the journey has kind of taken off for the past okay. four years was yeah. from getting back in and, and feeling the bite again and the excitement mm. when I was at USC and the excitement before and and, and wanting to relive that. Okay. So the past four years has been a full dive back into film. So since 2016. Since 2016. Okay,
0: cool. Yeah. And then what was that first full dive back into film then? It, w- it was full back into film
3: when for acting. I, I was okay. like, I'm just going to do acting. Now, I knew... I didn't want to stay an actor. Yeah, but I know it's a good way to get in mm-hmm. in a city that where no one knows me. Yeah, because I didn't know any of you guys. Yeah, right? I know a lot of, of of Vegas now. Yeah, and a lot of Vegas knows me, and I'm thankful, so thankful for yeah. these relationships. But in 2016 and 17, like yeah, no one
0: knew who you Aaron were and who.
3: Yeah. Like and no one's gonna trust me. So I was like, well let me like get on the set and like prove my knowledge and prove my worth to these people. Mm -hmm. Um and so I did that. Okay. I began to do um background to get money. Yeah. Um, because background pays money. Yeah. And um and then the indie films don't. And so I was like, but let me get the indie film so Mm -hmm. I can make friends, honestly. (laughs) You know, and and, and build a network again in Las Vegas.
0: So what was the first background role you did? And what was it like? Well, it, I technically, I'll just ask you what the first background role was. And then I'll ask you what was the first indie role you did. And then what was that indie role like being back on set, going, so, you know,
3: riding that bike again? Right. Kind of coming back. So coming back into it. Yeah. Um, background role was um, the This Is Us episode. Oh
0: really? You filmed yeah. that? Oh okay. Yeah. Was that so, in L.A.? I'm guessing. No, that was here. That was, was here. What? Yeah. I don't was, watch. I don't it watch like, this us, so So um,
3: I watch like the first two seasons. I yeah. know it's good. I just don't watch it. But um, it makes a lot of people cry. And I oh my god! And, and everyone's like, oh my god, this episode. And <laughs> and I'm sure it's great. And I loved season one and half of two. <laughs> I just stopped watching. Yeah. it. I just did. So anyway, um, so it was that? And so that was that was kind of cool getting, yeah. getting back on it, and that's when I was like, oh my god, this is why I used to love it. This yeah. energy, this like zeitgeist. Yeah. And then um, I remember I had auditioned for an indie feature film um, written by Lisa Savie, titled Space Captain and Callista, and it's where I met Glenn Student, who's a really awesome cinematographer. I like. I met um, uh, Ronnie Nanos. Um, I read met adrian mclean um i re- met a lot of people that i'm still friends with now yeah. and um i had gotten a role hmm. as um the store clerk nice uh, his name is renard and um and i'm using his character hmm. in my third film renard so, renard Yeah. So I renard went to- makes a comeback <laughs> yes he does and 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 i recast him with this really great actor named bobby lang in los angeles okay and um and so I, I got that role, and it was my first um, like role, indie role back yeah. after, the, after the long break. And I remember being dead-ass nervous. I walked into the audition, and I was like, oh, my God. Like I was like sweating like yeah. in my armpits, and I was like, oh, God. And I remember Ben Stober came out to me, yeah. um, and I really like him as well. And he was, Who are you going to read for today? And I was yeah. like, well, Renard and this other guy. Yeah. He was like, don't read the had. 70 minutes. Yeah. For the other guy. Renard. Do Renard. Yeah. There hasn't been a lot. And he's like, um, he goes, You seem like a really nice guy. Yeah. Because he didn't know me from Adam. And so I went in and I read Renard. Yeah. And I read Renard how I prepped. Yeah. And I got a redirect, which is always a good sign in an audition. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I a, a redirect, uh, a I'm redirect. guessing, is a, a reread? Right, right, right. Oh. So I performed the side. Um, you like it enough, mm-hmm. but there's a moment usually that they want to see. Oh okay. And, and uh, casting directors do that for two reasons to to see it how I want it. Yeah. One and to see if you can handle a redirection. So if I'm like gotcha. okay um let's make the intent um he 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 does miss the girlfriend. So yeah. you're kind of reading it with the intention that he doesn't, but let's say in this moment mm-hmm. he's like I need her back. I need her back. I'm just going to be vulnerable here. Yeah. So let's do that with some vulnerability maybe under yeah. in those words. And so you take a minute and you rethink your intention. Gotcha. And then you reperform it. So it's oh, a redirect of your performance. Gotcha. And it shows the casting director and producers, and if the director's in the room, um, I can take redirection. So mm-hmm. if I'm giving you something on set and you don't like it, all you have to give me is four or five minutes, and I'll give you what you want. Yeah. So you're showing professionalism, yeah. and and through that you're showing your training. Yeah. And so, um, and so I did that. I got a redirect and I handled my redirect appropriately and I performed and, um, I walked out and I was like, cool, that's the best I can do. Yeah. Like I, you know, after an audition, I forget about it. And then uh, about a week later I got the email Mm -hmm. that got the role super excited. I remember I was in LA. Yeah um doing another background gig um for for a feature film out there when I got the email that I was like oh I get to be Renard as nice. a space captain very cool very nice and um getting back on that set I was like oh shit I re- this is hard <laughs> like to to get over the anxiousness and um, how nerve-wracking it can be and then to just deliver lines subtle um not to deliver them uh, crazy mm-hmm. or or too big um, it's film, and, and now instead of being background where no one's going to really see me because I'm a blurred object, the camera is zooming in here. So be subtle, be soft, relax that face, like lose those ticks, you know. And so that's um, that kind of came back to me.
0: Yeah, in the first role. And, and I always found that interesting too. People who did theater always, I think, over it's um, over exaggerations, right? And then um, doing. Uh, film you're not really over exaggerating it like you said subtle right yeah
3: everything's in the eyes with film yeah. so um my acting coach here for a little while was paul campanella who i just adore yeah so if you're listening i love you paul um i just think he's magnificent and he had taught me something maybe my second class that i'll never forget and he said um the camera is a mind reader think the emotion we'll see it so don't force it if you're supposed to be angry don't give me you know turned up eyebrows think anger yeah think be so much in the scene sit in your role yeah that's my philosophy sit in your role so much where if i'm nervous mm-hmm. on this podcast yeah all i have to think is how nervous i am and that camera will read yeah. it
0: are you nervous i'm not okay but um
3: <laughs> i'm not but um i'm excited to be with you like because i am a fan of your work yeah. so there's an energy that i have because i'm you know finally yeah. here and i wanted to be here yeah but i'm not nervous enough. oh good and so <laughs> I, was um, like, um... I was like, no i'm not n- <laughs> not nervous. But you are Vegas famous, so
0: yeah. Am I Vegas? I don't think I am. You are.
2: You
3: I don't are, think so. I don't yeah. see that at all. I think you are. It's well, funny because like one person. <laughs> I, I
0: think you are. I think there's a few people. I call them Vegas famous. Um, I, I think you're one of them. I don't know how I'm fucking Vegas famous because I feel like no like no one really listens to the show that much. So yeah, uh, no
3: people do. And like I remember bragging. Yeah. Literally bragging, I'm going to be on here <laughs> to one of my close friends, and she she was like, "Yeah, I know you've told me." I was like, "Okay, Batrel, I'm really fucking excited." Like I go like next Saturday, and so I was like really fucking happy. And so, um, I think I think you are. That's my opinion. Okay, thank and you. So, thank um, you. so anyway, I remember I was um, lost my train of thought.
0: You were saying about uh, your philosophy, then you were complimenting me, and just put, I see some brown on your nose. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yay, I'll be back. <laughs> and so um,
3: so I, um, philosophy on- Acting oh, and- all oh, the subtlety. Subtlety and stuff like yeah, yeah. So then he had said, if you just think it, yeah. the camera will read it. Yeah. And so that's really what I walked away with. Mm-hmm. As so I was like, that's so true. Because in theater, yeah. it's always been kind of grilled into you to give the same level of performance to the people who have bought the front row tickets yeah. and the back of the house. Yeah. So you have to overexpress. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's tons of exposition dump in yeah. plays- because that's true. That's the only way for them to catch the story. Yeah. And so in film, we don't need to exposition dump in writing because we see it. We can yeah. see it happening. We A lot of people forget
0: it. that too. A lot of writers forget that. A lot of directors too, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adia Bell said it best. There's too many. I'll say this later on. There's too many people wanting to be directors, but not enough storytellers. That's true. And that's the exposition part where like you just see like golem co- globs of fucking exposition. You're like. Do we really need to say all this shit? Like Jesus.
3: <laughs> and and I'm still guilty of it at times. So I'm I'm pretty yeah, cautious on the writing part of me where I will see my exposition jump yeah. and I let it go. Yeah. Because I have to get, I call it like a like a vomit. I have yeah. to like vomit on the paper. <laughs> um and I'll let it go. And then I go back in there and I'm like, you wouldn't really say this. If yeah. it's like a real conversation, you're not you're not gonna Tell all the best. Yeah. So you're not. You're so, not. So stop doing that. Yeah. And so I'll clean it up as best I can. But that's when I'll send it to readers or other friends that are writers to to clean it up.
0: You know, uh, you know, I've been finding it very fascinating because I've been listening to The Office Ladies podcast. And this is a plug for them real quick. But uh, I'm a big fan of The Office. But something that I realized is that they kind of threw you into the middle of everything. There was never, ever really much background. And you got that in pieces with each episode more and more about the characters and I think that's what I really like about that show a lot, too, is, like, the first episode, you're, you're kind of learning who these characters are, but you're not getting, like, all this fucking ex, exposition background. Right. And, and that's what's great about that. And I think that's what's really good about the whole exposition. Like
2: exactly. Exactly.
3: Yeah. And as you should, I, I feel my philosophy on on writing and on film yeah. is you are looking at a sliver of these people's lives, yeah a small sliver, yeah. a two hour sliver of their life, mm-hmm. and 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 we are such complex creatures. Here's the psychology part of me. Yeah. Um, we're such complex creatures. We have so many sides to us and so many avenues. And, yeah. And there's parts of Aaron Castillo that you'll know, and there's parts that you'll never meet, and there's mm-hmm. things I do on the side, and and, and so. If someone were to follow me with the Mm -hmm. camera and see sometimes the seedy underbelly of some of the things I can do because I'm not an angel, that's only a a sliver of who I am. Yeah. And that's what film is, is we are seeing slivers of people Mm -hmm. frozen in time. So. When I'm talking to you, I'm not going to give you my whole backstory. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. And, yeah. and so when we can get, I mean, real you could. Authentic. It'd be a seven-hour podcast, I probably. Mean, if you're down, I am down too. But, um. <laughs> I mean, hey,
0: I've had a six-hour podcast total, so I'm not afraid of anything anymore. <laughs> and so, um, so you,
3: you have like these this authentic, real dialogue. And yeah, so is right that yeah. there, there, there's a finesse to being a storyteller and mm-hmm. just telling a story. Um, and I do think that people get. Excited by the word director. And, yeah. And, and it's the same kind of people to get excited about living in a Los Angeles. Yeah. Mode. And once that wears off, then the wheat from the shaft, you yeah. know, then, then the wheat will stay and mm-hmm. the good, solid people will stay while the shaft goes away as they should. Yeah. And um, and then you can work with people who are really just there to tell a story. Yeah. And so that's the part that I have learned to perfect
0: and continue yeah. perfecting in writing. Gotcha. And then going back to that first role too, I think let's button that up a little bit too. So going back, and you said you were nervous? Very, yeah, Yeah. yeah. And was that like a feature role? It was,
3: as if it was a supporting role in a feature film. Mm-hmm. And the film did pretty well. Oh, nice. And, and, and it uh, hit a couple of festival yeah. festivals here locally. Um, and I remember seeing the work and hating it, of course, because I'm oh, the yeah. biggest critic. And That's everyone though. That's everyone though. And I was like, okay, I, I need to, now I see what Paul's talking about. Yeah. Now I see what I need to work on. Man, I do have a tick. Okay, yeah. I need to just learn my base, learn my solid. Um, luckily, I found an agent
0: mm-hmm. after two years of classes. So, did you get your 10, 10, 10, and 5 in? I've had my 10, 10, 10, and 5 in. I do practice I, what I preach. I just won. I, I, I feel like I was listening to 10, 10, 2, 20 for a second when you said that. I was like, <laughs> that the call? like I'm playing flashbacks to the 90s. <laughs>
3: so, I do, I do practice what I preach. Yeah. And so, I got representation. Um, and I had success with a commercial. Oh. And so I had really big success with the Levi's commercial. Okay. And so, um, that gave me enough money to continue this craft. Yeah. Um, and so it also gave me, um, uh, commercial, another commercial yeah. agent. And so, um, I realized I love commercial. Mm-hmm. I love commercial as an actor. Yeah. Because there's a lot of money in it. Yeah. And if I'm business, which i I said I am. Yep. There's tons of money in oh, commercial, yeah. tons. And I really like commercial acting. Mm. And I think it's fun because the auditions are fun. Um, and they usually just want you like for a small bit role. Yeah, but you usually, I, my coach is Jeff Pride in, mm. in L.A. Um, and I, I think he's an amazing commercial. He's a commercial casting director, yeah. actually. Um, and he has classes. And he said, he goes, in the commercial, we only want a layup of your performance. Like an easy, point. Yeah. he's like, but in the audition, you have to give us like a Michael Jordan, like slam dunk. Yeah. He's like, you have to show us you're the yeah. shit. You have to improv on the top, improv on the bottom, on the bottom. He's like, but in the onset, we yeah. had like a simple little layup I, from you.
0: I think, I think you you echo what Kelly, if I'm mistaken, and T Lee said in the past episodes, where like, for commercial work, it'd be really energetic and really just show mm-hmm. off this like big old personality. And then like you said, it's that, all right, tone, yeah, tone it down.
3: Yeah, and, yeah, because you're really showing them I have the goods. Yeah, because commercials have really turned into like a mini story. Yeah, almost they have. That's and kind of like flow is so yeah. big, and the new AT and T girl. It's like they're like little short well, films. Even like, almost
0: it was like even before that you had um, what was it? fuck? I'm forgetting now. But there was something commercial in my head that I had. Like it was pre-flow. Like well, look at um, Budweiser with the fro- the frogs. Or yeah, the was up for like a year. That oh was going my God, on. That was a thing. Yeah, um, I remember the frogs. Yeah, yeah the, fro- I the frogs. What else was there? Is a few other ones. Where's the beef lady? Yeah, that where's was, the beef? Yeah, yeah, that that one. Um, but yeah, so there's, but there's, there's been, been like been, these. Yeah, Staple lady. Snapple lady. Snapple lady. There's been these characters Pine kind of soul.
3: kind of built from commercial. Yeah. And, and so when I was you know learning with Jeff and he had just said it's it's almost like little short films now. Yeah. Like it's just who, what it's evolving into. Mm-hmm. So they need a full blown big actor yeah. to come in and do. Because if you can do a slam dunk, you can do a laser. Yeah. And so that's really what they're they're auditioning for. Yeah. He's like, and so um, I remember I I got the Levi's commercial after his training, learning the importance of improving yeah. and how to properly improv. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of skyrocketed me financially. Yes. So Where I'm able to now put money into yeah. projects I want to do, mm-hmm. um, which has led me to most the, my most recent endeavors, which yeah. have been the films. Directing, right? Yeah. So you're
0: still doing the commercial work. So I
3: still have at, a commercial agent oh, yeah. in Los Angeles. Gotcha. And, um, And I always will. Mm-hmm. I like commercial work. I like to yeah. audition for it. Um, but I, I don't want to win an Oscar yeah. or an Emmy in acting.
0: Well, I don't think well, you can, or a telly. Is that or, the, or, is it a telly? I, think or, it's I a don't telly. even know. Is what it is. a telly? Oh. I don't even know. Well, and now, now you're directing also. So you're sort of going into that. Uh, whole thing mm-hmm. so him and her is the first one yep yeah, so him and her and he wrote was it my too. first i wrote it
3: i wrote it and directed it's non-union yeah and so i'm super super proud of it mm-hmm. um i remember how i met Devin Tier. Yeah. i've always known of Devin because i we all know each other i yeah. think in vegas it's you kind of like six degrees other, of, kevin six bacon. of separation yeah. right
0: and so <laughs>
3: kevin bacon funny
0: and or, so um, yeah, that one actually works it's kind of crazy you can get charlie chaplin to kevin bacon somehow it does work. And <laughs> yeah. in Vegas, I think there's like two degrees.
3: Yeah. Like we're so, we're like super tight. So I've always known yeah. who Devin Tear is. And um, I remember I was looking at actors reels. So yeah. actors, it's so important to have a good reel mm-hmm. on your page and what you're posting, make it good. Yeah. Not just your acting, but the quality of the yeah. reel Um, because it's judged. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so I remember I was, I was scoping through tons of talent. And I came across another actors that had Devin Tear in their, in their reel, like in their clip. Yeah. And I like Devin better. And so that was another tip I've learned. Like, don't don't put in better actors. I wonder, I
0: wonder who it was. <laughs> I
3: know who it was, but I'll tell you later.
0: Hold on. You can tell me. I'll cut it out. Really? See, yeah. He, he's a really good actor, but it, it's cool. Liv. I don't know who that is. I'll cut it out. Don't okay. worry. Cut it out. Though. Yeah. Okay.
3: And so um, anyway, so he's a good actor, yeah. but I just like Devin better. And so um, so I reached out to Devin. And when I reached out to him, I sent him the full script, which is unorthodox, but it's my yeah. way. And that's how we got to be close. That's how we got to have his his mm. production company produce the film. Yeah. And um, at first, I didn't want to direct it. Really? I actually asked Devin
2: okay. to direct
3: it. Because that's how... I guess that's how much I lacked the confidence, actually, after yeah. spending almost a decade away. Yeah, you're
0: kind of eight years I, away. You're, yeah. you're just acting now. Right, yeah. and I was
3: like, I don't think I'm good. I don't think I'm the goods anymore. Yeah. So can you direct it? You seem to be the goods. Yeah. And I kind of came in with this, um, like you said, it's always good to be humble, and I yeah. am, but I had lost my confidence. I yeah. really had. And so I came in and I was like, I, I think I wrote something you know, pretty great. Mm-hmm. And he was like, dude, I love it. Like yeah. I want Monkey Tear to produce this. Like, yeah. I want to be the production company behind it. I was like, great. Do you want to be the director behind it? Yeah. And he agreed. Yeah. And then about three weeks later after having some meetings, he was, he was really honest. And he was like, you are the director. He was yeah. in these meetings. You're the director, how you talk about this story. Yeah. He goes, I can be a really good AD. Yeah. But I don't think I'm the director. And I was like, I agree. After yeah. having the meetings and I'm feeling like I can stand on my yeah. own two feet again. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready. Perfect. So that's- so
0: going into that film, ten years removed, let's say, yeah. close to or maybe ten years removed from yeah. directing one of your like, you know, first time directing, mm-hmm. now your first time directing an actual non school right. movie. What was that experience like?
3: The, the the pressure was definitely on the experience was mm. amazing and yeah. I'm super proud of the result and proud of, of how everyone came together. Mm. I like what had mentioned before yeah. on not listening. I remember everything that I did in in, in film school and the feedback I would get. Yeah. And I knew that as an adult now, I'm 36 years old, I'm not a child. Yeah. I need to implement that feedback into the process of creating mm-hmm. a film. And I had pressure though because I knew it was my first thing out the gates yeah, and I did not want it to be shitty yeah, and I didn't want it to suck and I I knew I had a, a, a pretty solid story and I needed this to be good because yeah. this was also going to, to people were going to look at this yeah, and I made it, honestly, not to even go anywhere. um, I, I made it for YouTube. I yeah. was like, I'm just going to put it on YouTube just so people will be like, what the fuck can Aaron do? Yeah, yeah. And go look at the link. That's yeah. what he can do. So that's really was my my motivation behind it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I I, I remember just listening to everybody's take. Yeah. So about that, about going back to Devin Teer um, and the opening of him and her, yeah. um, the other uh, phenomenal actor in Los Angeles is Andre Montano, who mm-hmm. played the Stevie role. Yeah. And he, it was his idea for the opening. We were at the Artifice Bar. Mm-hmm. Um And it was just an impromptu moment. He was like, what if like the opening, he's like of the film where Ashley is saying, I saw him again. Yeah. The therapist says like, who, the man, where'd you see him this time? Whatever. He's like, what if we're following Brennan? Yeah. Through the bar. Yeah. It's just the back of his head. Yeah. He's like, fill me out. What if we do that? Yeah. He's like, let's just film it and see if, you know, we love it or hate it. And so what have I learned to listen to people, right? Yeah. Value them. And so I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Two takes of it. Joseph Anaya, nice. who's, who's magnificent as a DP. Yeah. Um, Boom. Got him once, got him twice, done. We saw it after. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Great opening to this. That is so good. Yeah. And so, um, like the juxtaposition from a, you know, a two-year-old to this 36-year-old. Yeah. Um, I learned really, it's so important to be valuable more mm-hmm. than it is to be successful. Yeah. I want to be valuable to people. And I want people um, to know that I value them. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, yes, I want to create a great film. But if I've treated you like shit during mm-hmm. it, I'm I'm shit. Yeah. And I want to treat you with the respect that you deserve. Yeah. With the respect that this industry. And in response to that, mm-hmm. I will get respect. Yeah. From how I treat others. And that's really what I've taken away from um, directing and writing
0: um, outside of USA. Yeah. And then uh, also, how long did it take you to make him and her? Four days. Four days? Not yeah, too bad. So, That's pretty good. So it's sixty minutes short, right? Yeah, so it's like, a yeah. sixteen
3: minutes. And so um, it took four days. Um, I'm I'm really good at 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 building um, like tight structure and, yeah. and organization. And I even built in our wiggle room because oh, good. You, you, you oh, I kind of overcompensate for everything. You have to overcompensate though you for have to. scripts.
0: I feel you like have to you because really do. yeah, because like you know, I'm I'm a fan. Of I don't give a shit how long the movie is. If you can cut a, if you have a four hour cut in the in the fucking edit, and then you can just cut it down from there, you have so much room to play with. Yeah, you do. Because like if you cut if you shoot it too short, you're fucked. Ah, this, you're like oh man, I got I gotta do this this and this now, and then it doesn't look the same. No, it doesn't. Yeah. And
3: so we, um, I built you know a really tight shoot schedule, and I I built in wiggle room into yeah. that. I built in the flaws that we're not gonna see. Yeah. I, you know, and and I overcompensate so much for everything. But I know errors can happen and things can happen. Yeah. And 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 so I built in like two extra days. We didn't need them, thank mm-hmm. God. But um you know I did everything and and, yeah. and uh and so it took four four days and um I really listened a lot to my assistant director, yeah uh, Gabby Viscara. Oh, wasn't Devin? Oh, so there were two. So okay. he was first AD, she was second. Gotcha. And so she, as a second AD, um, gave me a, a bit of info, of a, mm. a tip. She was like, hey, you have the confrontation scene on day one. Yeah. She's like, I would bump it to day two. She goes, we're in the doctor's office or, you know, the therapist's office yeah. for both days anyway. She goes... Let's just flip day one with day two and day two at day one. Yes, yeah. because day ones are always like energy. We're always kind of settling in. We're a yeah, little yeah. nervous, a little excited. People are like, Makes I sense. what to do? Yeah, yeah. I don't know where the water goes. <laughs> she's like, so by she's like, and you want the confrontation, the big scene. Yeah. She's like, let's do it day two. Yeah. And I was like, Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. do that. That sounds better. And it, it worked. Yeah. And so it was these, these little things that are the big things. That's what mm-hmm. I always say. The little things are the big things. And it was that little suggestion yeah. that really made day two so great. Yeah, we had an easier day three. We had a very light day four. Yeah. So I liked the way that that worked out. So it mm-hmm. was it was four days of, of hard work. Yeah, um, but uh, but rewarding work.
0: And then uh, also anything else you learned from that experience as well? Directing that too, like working you know working with new actors and stuff like that too. You know, there's I, a whole
3: bunch of shit. Yeah, there's there's tons to learn. I think what I had found during the four day process and yeah. the entire. Pre-production to distribution, mm. is my confidence had come back. Yeah. So I was I was a pretty confident young adult. Yeah. Uh, like nineteen to twenty at USC, I was yeah. pretty confident, and I was a confident therapist and director. Yeah. And then I lost it for a bit, kind of coming yeah. back. And what I found again is um, where I can stand on my own two feet, mm-hmm. and that um that I know I know shit. Yeah. And not um, the best. I'm um, not the worst. Yeah. And I'm I'm somewhere in the middle. And really what I'm trying to do honestly is just leave a mark on yeah, this yeah. industry um, and pay homage to an industry that I respect. And so I I kind of found that again. Yeah. I found that again in this process and I'm so thankful for it. Aaron
0: got his groove back, I think. Yeah, yeah. Aaron did get his groove back and he's <laughs> thankful for it, yeah. Uh, is there any directors that really influenced you? Like, that really, like, oh, I like this director a lot. I like, this director, like, you cherry pick from, like, who you like or anything like that nature? No, not really. Not really? I,
3: not really. I don't, I don't really see um, footage like that. I mean, I I, I do like who I like, yeah. um, but there's not anyone that I, I can, like, say oh i love his work yeah. um it's funny but i um i there's a dp god and i forgot his name but i follow him um he did a few episodes of the walking dead and i forgot his name uh, um uh, i have to look it up okay. So so I, I apologize i can't think of his name right now but um it's it's work when when i'll when i'll see that it's writing mm when I'll watch something and I'll look up on IMDb quickly, who wrote that? Yeah. Um, And I become fans of them and, and they don't have to have these big, huge names. Um, I'm fan of the little guys to be honest. And so um, I think if I had favorites, like the names wouldn't mean anything, but, um, but that's who I'm a fan of. Yeah. That's really where my, my heart goes. And then after him and her, what did you do? So I'm in the, in the, in the part of, of the doing after him and her. So him and her was, was great. And, um, I got a distribution deal mm-hmm. and it was good. And oh, how'd you get that? Yeah, like, so I, I, um, it's all politics. It's all politics. Oh, so him and her, just rubbing, rubbing, rubbing elbows, elbows. babies, basically. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what I did, and I had gotten on to Reverie dot com mm-hmm. and making money off that film. Now, um, was that your second film? That's my first. Oh, first her, film. Him and her.
0: Oh, you said Reverie, so I confused. oh Reverie is an
3: online streaming platform that's owned oh. by Netflix. Oh, and okay, so, interesting. Yeah, so Netflix really doesn't take shorts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Reverie does, and so oh. because there's a gay character in it, mm. um, uh, Reverie is the online platform for LGBT footage. Oh, okay, interesting. And shorts yeah. and and features, and so I happen to have a friend in town named Russ White mm. who knows the president. Uh, referees. Oh Jesus. So it's this It's you, all these elbows. Literally, you
0: grow up, your sister works at Fox. And you, a cousin you, is WB. Your cousin WB. Yeah. You go to <laughs> you go to Baylor fucking Theater and, uh-huh. and it's like, it's like uh-huh. Oh my God.
3: And and so Russ White is a friend of mine in the LGBT world. <laughs> yeah. And, and so we're we're cool, we're sisters. Yeah. And so um <laughs> so we rub some elbows and he rubs elbows, I guess, presidents of Reveries. Yeah. And so I email that guy and he's like, he's like, awesome. Love Russ. Yeah. I've CC'd the VP of con- acquisition content. Oh, I think wow. Yeah. It. And then um, I was like, oh, acquisition means like to accept content. Yeah. Okay. So he's a VP of accepting content. Yeah. Acquisitions. Got it. And so I was like, hey, check out this link. I don't know how to write it
0: formal. Yeah.
3: yeah. But I kind of wanted. to be on your network. Yeah. Like I want to, I want it to be somewhere and I'm interested in making money. At out least
0: of it. yours was short and sweet. If I send someone an email, I'm going to send like a whole like novel. Oh, believe me, I've done that. Oh, okay. I've done
3: that and I don't get nowhere. So I realize, I read things like that. Yeah. People read things like this. What does yeah. this motherfucker want that's yeah. in my inbox that my boss has CC'd him yeah. on? He just wants in. I'll view his shit. Yeah. He didn't view it for three months. He got back to me and he's like, I'm so sorry, you fell through the cracks, but I just watched it. I yeah. love it. Here's the paperwork. We want it. Nice. So I was like, boom, cool. Let's do it again. So yeah. the doing it again is what I'm doing right now. Okay. So I am um, producing forever. So mm-hmm. it's another 17 minute short film. Okay. About immortality. It's okay. about being able to buy immortality. Oh, okay. What yeah. would be the cost? Oh, interesting. And yeah. so that's what the film is about. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in the process of, um, of I'm in pre-production. Yeah. I just moved out of development. We're in pre-production. Um, and that film's going SAG. And nice. so, um, because that's my trajectory cause mm. I want to do TV and okay. so, um, and so I'm, I'm, doing, uh, about four or five films under my belt
0: so I can get solidified IMDb S- credits. So your 10, 10, 10 and five is, is uh, acting, is acting, but yeah. for film, is it five, five, five and one,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, for that, I haven't worked out my own philosophy on the 10, 10, 10, 10 five for filmmaking. Yeah. Um, I know for sure I want to do four to five films Okay. and then, um, I do have um, the ability, be- because yeah. of of who I know, yeah. to to pitch pilot uh, with networks. Oh, and nice! So I'm I'm in the process of writing, of uh, writing that, okay. um, and focusing on the pilot episode nice. yeah. um, of a four season story, um, for television. Awesome! Um, which is is really great for me as a writer. Yeah. And, and that's that's really what I want to focus on yeah. is the writing of that, um, the pitching of that. I'm yeah. used to pitching ideas. Um, I don't want to direct that. I don't even want to be in the writer's room. Want me, I you, want to show run that.
0: You want to show run it? Yeah. I want to well, show run you be it. Don't you be in the writer's room if you're a show runner, Yeah. You? Yeah.
3: I'm, I mean, my home is going to be the yeah. writer's room. And, and in the beginning of our conversation, yeah. remember I, yeah. I, I, I want the writer's room. Yeah. I love the writer's yeah, room. Yeah. It's where I'm comfortable. I can be in sweats. I don't yeah. have to be in the blazer. Yeah. And so, um, you know, like th- those are meant for some people. And yeah. I, I like that part of the, the industry, but I like the writer's room. Yeah. I like the coziness of that. And so, um. So with that said, uh, Forever is going to go SAG, and we're in pre-production on that. Awesome. I'm in development stages of The One That's The One, which mm-hmm. is a rom-com feature. Okay. And then I've been asked to direct a comedy SAG feature called Community Relations, which wow. is really funny. Uh, the, the the writer's name is Evan uh, Farber. He's okay. from New York City, and it was a, a stage play in an off-Broadway theater house yeah. that did very well and got many awards. He brought it to Vegas. They did it. In one of the playhouses here, mm-hmm. and he wants to make it a feature film.
0: Okay. So, wait. Let me make sure I get this correctly. So, you did him and her, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Short. Yep. Then you're doing... Forever, which For- is a Forever. SAG short. SAG short. And then you're jumping into a feature. I
3: am I'm, I wrote a rom-com feature called The One That's The One.
0: The One That's... One, okay, and that's a feature and you're not directing that one right I am or you, I'm gonna write oh, and direct that one right, as well so, so those three so I'll you're jumping from a short short feature so your, your director is totally different for this it's now 2, two, two, two. <laughs> yeah 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 so now we're,
3: we're working on I guess yeah, my philosophy I'm working so philosophy a, a, two, bit a 2 2 yeah 2-2-1 yeah 2 I think two, that one. works yeah, yeah 2, two one works and so um and then I'll be I've been asked to direct yeah. a SAG feature called Community Relations how does
0: that feel direct wanting to do a SAG feature Community Relations that's not written by you Different. Di- wholly, totally, oh, different ball, totally different. I different remember ballpark. the
3: first the first uh meeting I even had, I yeah. was asked
0: via email to be mm-hmm. the
3: director and he sent me the treatment. I liked it. Yeah. Got the full script and uh agreed to the job. Yeah. And the first conversation we had, um, and I love him, he doesn't know a thing about film. And so um and that's why I love him. And that's why I love him. <laughs> you don't know what to do, and I do, and now I'm the genius. We're friends. And so <laughs> and so and so he didn't know a thing and, yeah. and it was endearing actually. Yeah, yeah. And so um so I was like, Okay, I was like, Well, we need to understand. I was like, You've asked me to direct, this is my project now. Yeah. yeah. I was like, So your job is is complete. Yeah. I was like, I go, but you've been a director in New York City and off Broadway. That's yeah. amazing. So you have director experience and you are a director. I can feel it in your blood. I was like, but you're not the director on this project. So we need to kind of understand boundaries. (laughs) You know, I was was like, because usually in in the film world, you would have just sold me this script. Yeah. And now it's my project and that's it. Yeah. And so as we are going through the rewrite, so it was a stage play and a Mm -hmm. well done stage play. It's it's really funny, but it's a stage play. Yeah.
0: That's a lot different than. You can't be in one room or two rooms. It was, it was four. Four rooms.
3: And so, um, I was like, we need to
0: rewrite this.
3: Yeah. So we've gone through three months of a rewrite. Wow. And and it's um it's fun, but it's very different to direct something that's I did not write because yeah. I I have to kind of move into that world yeah. where in my other in my other three I'm in the world yeah. and I've created the world and mm-hmm. I know the world I know these people. And now it's like a world that I've landed on, a planet yeah. I've landed on. This is the best analogy I can use. It's like a planet I've landed on, and I have to learn the species here, and yeah. I have to learn how we breathe here and what we do here, what do we eat here. Yeah, And it's exciting, nerve-wracking, but fun, and
0: that's what I'm doing with community And And the funny thing about that, too, it kind of ties into your pilot idea, too, as well, because as a showrunner, now you're giving your baby away, and yet they let people, you know, to let them have that opportunity to kind of put their own marks on it too, in a sense. Even and, and though you're kind of God, one hundred, they have to be Jesus.
3: Exact one hundred percent. Great analogy, by the way. Thank you. And so, um, I have a friend, um, um, Alexandra Castro, in LA, mm. and she's um, going to be joining the team um, for <clears throat> my my pilot. Yeah. she's working currently on uh, Selena on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Mm. So she's, give me your opinion. I I, wanna, Selena. I
0: just want to see, I like the Jennifer Lopez movie.
3: Oh my God, I know. And <laughs> to see Christian Serratos as Selena, I, didn't I didn't love see, her. I haven't, I haven't looked at it yet. It's so, not out yet. Yeah. But like to see the trailers, I'm like, no, I didn't where's see that J-Lo? Either.
0: Like,
3: yeah, where's my Jennifer Lopez? Yeah. That's Selena. That is Selena. So growing up in Texas, like I've heard the music of, of Selena, yeah. who is a, a god in Texas. And I love her music as well. And um, seeing J-Lo, you know, yeah. reenact her. I know that she got her family's approval that that they were like, you are making us cry. You look and sound so much like Selena. So when I watched that movie, I'm like, you're Selena to me. And then now seeing, um, Christian Serratos from walking dead do it. Um, she's doing phenomenal. I love yeah. the trailers, but yeah, there's a part of me that's always like, nah, man. you ain't my where's Selena. J-Lo? You're not my Selena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like her kid sister yeah. who's like playing in her like, you know, her her
0: high heels, Yeah, but you just, ain't the real bitch. Like where's, where's JLo? It's I mean like her. Halloween. It's like your hand me downs. Yeah. yeah, you are like, that's
3: what you look like. It's like a, a fit is a little big on you. Yeah. You ain't got the booty of JLo. Okay. Like I just, my yeah, heart, yeah. that's my Selena. So it's going to be interesting to watch, but yeah. um. Alexander was in the writer's room for oh, that. That's cool. And so, um, so
0: yeah, that's, that's how, um, I hope that's just one season. Sorry to cut you off on that one. I kind of hope so too. Yeah. I hope it's not like a mini series. I, just, I, I, I know, want my, like, don't crown me. Don't I, the crown me. Yeah.
3: I know. I I kind of <laughs> hope that too. She, she gave me some tidbits. They stay very, very close to the actual story. Yeah. Um, Because <clears throat> her dad, the real Selena's dad yeah. um, still owns everything. Yeah. Yeah. And so, he's very very protective over her image which rightly so yeah and so he was involved in ev every oh yeah it makes sense thing. and so i know that the story stays really 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 close even tighter than the movie did wow because there were some things in the movie i found out that weren't i guess historically
0: accurate oh yeah i remember that it's like didn't she like actually him and the dude not run away or something yeah, like yeah, that it's like and little like, things
3: and i don't even really know him yeah. but i know from what alexander's told me is that like she was like, Oh, I thought that Are was a Are you allowed real. to say
0: any of this stuff too? Like, I just want, I don't want bits fr- and pieces. Okay. I can say what I'm saying okay. now. Oh, I just yeah, want to yeah, make sure. Yeah, I want yeah. to get your in trouble. Get in
3: trouble. I don't want to get anyone in trouble. Yeah, know. yeah. And so, um, no, but she had just told me, you know, like, um, like it stays more historically accurate. Oh, okay. Interesting. And so I think that'll be interesting. Yeah. I hope it's one season.
0: Yeah, I hope so too.
3: And Keep the fingers crossed. Yeah. Let's not push it
0: on things. <laughs> um, um, so you're working on that. She's working on that pilot, um, your pilot, though. part with me. Yeah, yeah.
3: So I've experienced the giving away of the baby. Yeah. And I like it. It's okay.
0: Do you have a show bible yet or no? No, no, no. Yeah, like I'll work that. on that still, man. No. Come on.
3: It's what? Right, right? I'm not. I'm not doing anything else. Like, like, no, you're right, not doing anything else. Like, I think you're right. only only two other two <laughs> other things really. So I mean, the work on that is very small. Yeah, and and it's very few and far between. Yeah, because we have so many other things going on. Yeah, and so we'll we'll chip away. We'll chip away at at the at the the structure.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. A bit. I understand. <laughs> Is there anything else that's going on with you? Um,
3: I'm teaching again online, so that's really fun. Um, What are you teaching? uh, Through CCSD. Okay. So, yeah, so I have um, those psych degrees really come in handy because they need teachers. Yeah. And so, um, when I was a counselor, I was uh, actually a high school counselor for a little while. Okay. And so, um, I've worked in education and I really do believe in it. And so, with COVID going on, um, I can do online teaching yeah. and it's really great because my nephew and niece are home because yeah. of COVID. And so they have their teachers online, but mm-hmm. then they also have me in person where my niece is uh, like, she's, Nino, Nino is godfather yeah. in Spanish. Okay. So she's like, Nino, um, whenever you're done, like I do not get what Ms. Baraz is saying. Yeah. I don't like division. I hate it. I'll be in my room. or yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel so fortunate. Did you that- have to learn that new math? Common core. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I like it but huh. that's the nerd in me. I love, I'm nerdy. I'm, so, I'm sorry. That,
0: that shit just like, I, I don't know. It's
3: very different than how you and I were taught. We were yeah, taught the like, analog you, method. I think is what they're yeah, calling like it. I
0: do 12 by 12. Like, you know, this is why I was taught. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Versus by, they do like circles with counters inside of it. I, I, that's too many <laughs> steps. It's like physics. I hated Fucking math and physics. But, but what was great about my teacher in high school is like, I have the, he has this, like, I'm not going to say his name. But he has the, his last name, Method. So basically, oh, the method is, if you just do the steps correctly, you're still going to get points. If the math's off, he's not going to take off everything for it. Because oh, okay. as long as you're close to it, mm-hmm. that's what matters. As long as you're getting the right steps, kind of getting to where you need to be, mm-hmm. that's what it was. Thank God, I would have fucking failed fucking physics.
3: <laughs> so I, I like that, because that's kind of how Common Core is. There, There's steps to it. But it, it really does make sense. I didn't yeah. like it 10 years ago when I heard about a common core and yeah. it's a different approach to teaching the same shit that we learned. Yeah. Like, why aren't you just 12 times 12 in it? Whatever. Yeah. 144. But the way they're doing it now, it is different. Yeah. Um. But I, I learned it. But and that's what I'm afraid of, though. Like, mm-hmm. if I
0: when I have kids and they and we're true. learning common core. Yes. I'm fucked. Yeah. I can't help them
3: because you'll be teaching them a different method. And yeah. They're like, we don't do that way. And yeah. You're frustrated. They're frustrated. That is going to be hard, and and it's it's inevitable. It's yeah. going to happen until, um, if you guys have kids, and when my niece becomes a parent, yeah. then it's back to normal. Then it's back to normal. Yeah, they'll teach comic well, art. I, ho- I
0: hope, I hope when they do, like when I when I when this happens, you know, when we get to that when I to that point in my life, you know, I hope to have at least like a class for the, like a parent teacher conference night that at least like say, hey, this is how we do it. Let's just teach it so you guys can. You know, know-
3: what's really cool about CCSD what yeah. they have teachers do is they have them film themselves teaching it yeah, I've seen so that parents yeah. can watch oh, it. Oh, that's good to know. And it's so beneficial because I'll watch, like, you know, fourth grade, yeah. you know, Ms. Barraza teaching, and I'm like, oh, that's what you say. So we're using the word counters. Okay, so yeah. when I'm helping Alyssa. I'm like, okay, but how many counters are in each circle? So it's it's using the same terms yeah, yeah, yeah. logistically. Helps the student. Yeah. And so, like I said before earlier, like I love all these jobs they have. I yeah. think they're all fun, but nothing's better
0: than Nino you know, being yeah. a godfather to these kiddos. So that's, that's awesome. my favorite thing. That's, hey, that's, that's what you love. That's thing. what you love, right? Yep. All right. So let's get to the second half of the conversation. I think you know what this is, right? Mm-hmm. You know what this is. You've heard of this podcast. You know what? <laughs> what, what is it? Let me see if you know. Let's, let's see how good you are at this podcast. Oh, <laughs> is it the part? <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot here. I have to. I All don't open. know. I think I'm. All right. I, I don't We're know. Out. I put you on the spot. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's when we discuss the strengths, weaknesses, and what can we do to improve the film community here. Okay. All yeah, right. I don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. <laughs> but we will. All right. We don't, we don't have to do this. We can no, no, skip no, this no, part. No.
3: No. 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 Okay. Because I like to listen to when people say what they would do. Yeah.
0: All right. I, I just feel
3: like it. It's like we'll
0: go with the action. strengths first. Okay. And again, if you don't feel like at have like pre warn you or pre pre tell you though, don't feel like an asshole. Because I don't think anyone's an asshole for telling what their feelings are and their yeah. opinions are because it's what you're seeing through your eyes. Yeah. And if we're all seeing the same problems, then there's a bigger problem in the room. So don't, come, like, don't think you're coming off as an asshole just to give you a heads up because I know people are like, I'm coming off like an asshole. I'm like, no, Thank you. Thank you're you local. for that. So let's start with the positives in life, the strengths. So what have you seen in the film community that's strengthful? Full, is that a word?
3: Okay. And we're talking local, Las Vegas?
0: Well, well yeah, we're talking local. See, that's, that's nerve-wracking when, when that happens, when I get silence and you don't know what to say. Because um, <laughs> you come from two different worlds in a sense. I mean, yeah. you've seen now L.A. and you've seen Vegas, you know, working with that and directing in Vegas as well. What do you see that's a good thing in Vegas? I
3: think the heart. The heart? I think the heart of Vegas is, is really nice. Okay. Um I think my approach to this part, my was, I guess, a little leery. Is, mm. um, my approach to this industry yeah. is business. Yeah. And although I love people, mm-hmm. this is a business for me. Yeah. And and understandable. And, and so I, I when I look at the talent, when I look at the the talent, not just acting, but yeah, everything all around. Um, it all comes back to business.
0: Yeah. For me. You know Something I, I, I say on the show, sorry to cut you off, is it's not show art, it's show business. And that's exactly what you're saying. No one thinks about the business side of it.
3: Yeah, and I do. I, do. Yeah. I 100% I do. Yeah. do in every conversation I have mm-hmm. with people. Um, and so I'm not worried about coming off like an asshole. Yeah. But, but I am worried about my words being misconstrued. Mm-hmm. So I do think a lot before I speak. Um, but I don't ever want my words to be misconstrued, although yeah. I'm intelligent enough to yeah. know that they will be. <laughs> because that is that is how that, people that is how people yeah, that's how perceive. people are. That's yeah. how they perceive it. Yeah, yeah. And they're only going to hear what they want to hear, and they're only gonna take what they want to take. Yeah. So here comes the part that yeah, I'm not I'm not excited about, but such is life. Yeah. And I want to do this this part. So what I'm excited or what do I think is amazing about Las Vegas mm-hmm. is is the the pure love and heart. Of the craft of
2: acting.
3: Yeah. In LA, that's missing at times from people. And really? I know quite a few people out there, and that part's missing because mm-hmm. the energy that that city gives yeah. um, kind of whirlwinds everyone into this, I want to be the next big so-and-so. Yeah. Where in Las Vegas, no one is really trying to be the next big so-and-so. I wouldn't yeah. say everybody's not trying because there are people that, yeah, that yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as a holistically, I think the city just wants to create fun, entertaining mm. film.
0: Yeah. I, and I think also kind of to piggyback off what you're saying about the people that don't want to be famous and stuff like that, no, or trying to do the craft, the weakness of that part is, though, is like I always say, is you take a pie graph, right? And about, now I'll change this number a little bit because I might be a little bit more, and I, I was going low lowball number, but I always the 10% of the actors are the ones that are really trying to get out there and make Vegas really good with acting. And then there's 90% that say I'm an actor. Look at me, yada, yada, yada. They're just, you know, glorified background people and they just think they're the shit and they're getting all these fucking roles and they're making Vegas a bad name. Big time. But again, I, again, I might change that to 15% now and 85, you know, it doesn't matter, but still it's a a high number like that 85 to 90% of people in Vegas who are Saying that are actors aren't really actors, they're not actors, and that's what hurts a lot of Vegas in right. general. But I, again, I'm kind of digressing and going to the weaknesses a little bit, but I just want to piggyback off that real quick that you understand just, yeah, what yeah, I'm understand. saying. Yeah. Uh,
3: so thank you. Um, I do think that also, uh, the city the city's great at. At support, I've noticed mm-hmm. that interesting, um, yeah, yeah. The, the city's really good at, at support of each other, mm-hmm. and uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I really do. I I I grew up around mm-hmm. Los Angeles, and I had went to school in yeah. Los Angeles, and I have better friends here. Yeah, and think I went to a, a good school. Yeah, with three years diving in with people, working with local professionals, mm-hmm. I have better friends in Las Vegas because the yeah. support and the love that I get from person to person mm-hmm. is so much more real so much more raw and so much more true. Yeah. And that speaks for the individual that lives in Las Vegas. Um, and for that, I'm thankful for mm-hmm. And I think that's such a great positive yeah. about the city um, because it's not like that in other cities. It's really not. I mean, I even dabbled a little bit in the Austin scene for a while. Yeah. Vegas just, I think that people really care. Um, I know I care about yeah. my friends here. I care about the other professionals here um, and they care about me. Yeah, they really do. And I I love that about the city. I, yeah. I think the support level of each other is really high. Um, even when we are supporting um less than mediocre uh performances and less than mediocre products. <laughs> yeah. You know? Understandable. And, and, and so even with that, and and people know that they are yeah, um, there's still that support that like, good job. You're you you could have just sat on yeah. your ass and did nothing, but true. but you did this and and, yeah. and it's not good. But you did it and you're and you, and you learned something from yeah. it and for that good job. And, and, and I would work with you. Kind yeah. Of. That's what I feel about this
0: city. Yeah. I think also too to, I'm going to counter, I'm going to kind of counteract sometimes some of your stuff just to have a, you know, I guess a conversation dialogue about it too, as yeah. well as like, you know, you talk about like people that are, you know, supporting the people that are making these mediocre things, but at the same time, People can't take critique, though, in this town as well, I feel like. From what I've heard, what I've seen, it's like people get very offended by things and can't tell them that it's bad or not good. So and
3: we turn into a bunch of yes and, men and kiss asses. Yes,
0: and that's, that's, a, that's an issue, too, because then you're trying to support these local people, but at the same time you have to step on some toes about what you're doing, which kind of sucks a little bit, too, in that regard.
3: I feel, um, as, as we're, I guess, a bit segueing into what could be improved, um, I, I try to lead that with an example. So, like in yeah. today's table read, um, by the time people are hearing this, the, the table read that yeah. happened for the one, um, the the one the one is solid. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, and I'm the writer of that. Yeah, me and I I co-wrote with the friend Sydney Hamilton. Um, and it's very vulnerable when you're yeah. a writer and you release work. Yeah, because that is my heart. That's my yeah. mind that you're reading. But as an example, I'm trying to show Las mm-hmm. Vegas. I can take your feedback. Yeah. Please tell me the parts that were amazing that yeah. made you laugh. And then tell me what was stupid and what sucked. Yeah. I'm a big boy and I can take that feedback. Yeah. Do not one, don't kiss my ass, yeah. don't blow smoke up it. Yeah. Um, and don't yes man me. Yeah. Like just give me the raw.
0: And and that's the thing too. Like we were yes manning people, but like how how are these people gonna improve anyway? Like they're not. They're not that's why
3: Vegas doesn't, and that's yeah. the bad of Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Any other strengths? Any? Um, any other strengths? Like I said, I think huge heart, yep. and I love how we support each other. Um, and I do, I do, I, I like what the city has to offer as far as as film. Yeah. Um, I think what's what's really great about it, and this is again business point. Yeah. Is it's really cheap to film here? Yes. It's super cheap. And, and we have some very cool locations. Uh, and and I'm not talking the Strip or, or Fremont. But, um, how fun is Mount Charleston? Yeah. I, I, oh my God. It's like um, a different world. Yeah, that place I showed you today. That yeah. I went to, that, like was, that one yeah. today. I mean like this doesn't even look like driving distance from yeah. Las Vegas, but it's still in Clark County or yep. Nye County. And, um, and it's so, it's so cheap. And then now yeah. that I know about the cost of permits, like that's dirt like cheap $40, too. dollars, yeah. like 40 yeah. bucks for like, like 30 days. or something, Right. Like that, and right? I'm like, Oh, okay. Easy peasy. We can just film here yeah. the whole damn time. Um, and I just think it's fun, and we have these great, beautiful homes here in mm-hmm. in Summerlin. Um, when I need like a more rich avant garde yeah. look, and then we have more more humble, like like smaller content homes here too. Yeah. That
2: I just, it, I just think got, it's really a, great. Yeah, you got a,
0: you got a really interesting stack of 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 homes that don't have backyards, also. Yeah. No nothing <laughs> yeah. has a backyard. Yeah, especially here. in Summerlin. <laughs> no. Unless you go to like what is it, like
3: Rancho oh, and my. Washington or something, those have uh, well, backyards,
0: I think. There was a oh my god, there was a house we looked at. Side note. And we we literally walked in just to the first floor, saw the backyard, which was literally like like the size of this table.
2: Oh God. And that's like, Vegas and our, our, our real estate. And it, looked and it was like, all rock or what? It was like, dirt? just,
0: it was just a patio basically. It yeah. was, and, and it looked like, you know, like, uh, you ever see the Avengers when they, they showed India mm-hmm. and like, you just see it, everything's close by or like some <laughs> other, like it felt like that. that. Yeah. And our real estate agent was like, I'm guessing you don't want to see the top floor. I'm like, Nope. We want to like, leave. No. Yeah. yeah. It's not even so to our liking. Was, yeah. It was just fucking hysterical to see that. And I'm like, no one here has a backyard. No. Yeah, and like that's why I miss about like going east and being back in Jersey and stuff like that. You have the burbs, and you have these really like these houses that don't feel cluttered and next to each other. Like, uh, luckily enough, this feels like the semi burbs mm-hmm. of East Coast to me. Yep. With how these are laid out, and like we have a ne- decent sized backyard, I have to, mm-hmm. I have to um, knock on wood for that. So yeah, you're fortunate for that. Yeah, so yeah. I feel blessed for that one. But uh any, so you said huge heart support and super cheap to film. Yeah. Any other? Any other strengths that no. you see? Okay. Let's talk about the weaknesses. Talk I, about the... I
3: think the I think the big one and and it's really gonna come back to this one for yeah. me because I have thought about this. It's the um it is the acceptance and applause of mediocre. Okay. So it, it, it it's the fact that we accept mediocre as good and it's the fact that we acknowledge and applaud mediocre results as good, mm. including some of the local film festivals that accept work. Yeah. That is mediocre, and it is mediocre, and that is facts. And yeah. the fact that it makes it into
0: that film festival is it lets is, the
3: city know you can do half ass work, it, and that is okay.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, that's always my main I think there's always like too many film festivals out in Vegas. A, B, I, again, like they're taking mediocre work. Also, like you know, I use the action on film one because it's something I've, I've, you know, noticed from someone I saw who was in a fucking film festival and they won an award. I'm like, how the fuck. They won the award. Like-
3: I, I I I agree with that. I also think it's it's, I, what I hate, um, and and I I don't mean that word. Good what I dislike. what I dislike is seeing the accolades given to filmmakers, yeah. directors in this town. And they will brag about them. Who the Um, fuck gives a shit? No one gives a shit. No one gives a shit, really. Yeah. And um, they will brag about their accolade and um, post about it. Stop posting about it, please. We don't really fucking care. Yeah. And um, they'll post about it. And then I'm curious. I was like, well, then let me go see this. Let me watch it. And there's people breaking the fourth wall it's not a comedy you're not yeah. supposed to I was like you have no other takes you had no yeah. other take but that oh my one, God. the yeah. boom dropped into the, you have no other takes no other fucking, fucking takes t- exactly and you are using like stock footage yeah um like and that and, and you got best director at the blah 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 my yeah. shit sucks film festival one only thing i've learned is never to submit to that film festival yeah. so thank you vegas for showing me what not to submit yeah. to um and thank you vegas for showing me who not to partner with.
0: Oh yeah, definitely, because at the same time I'm like, first of all, do these people actually know what cinema is No. or art like filmmaking is? I am not trying to be a pretentious prick about it, but I, I sound like one, but like look at all the fucking movies I have. A, like
3: you know cinema, you know I know cinema, you know like, cinema.
0: Look, a and B like all the movies I pick like that are classics. You look look at fucking like Days of Heaven, Terrence Malick, right? It's a beautifully shot movie. Beautiful story. Everything's great about that film. It's a classic. Why aren't people trying to make fucking classics? Why are we making, like again, mediocre or shitty films? It's just fucking annoying.
3: It's the reason why I wanted to come on this podcast. Yeah. And and to kiss your ass, no. I I (laughs) applaud your work because I researched. Yeah. And I saw who you are. And I knew this would happen because how you speak and the respect that comes out of your mouth. Yeah. I knew that I wanted to be on here. Mm. I don't reach out to every single podcast that yeah. there is here, and I don't care about them. But when I saw Devin Tier on this one, and I heard mm. your energy, I was like, yeah. "He's someone I could fuck with." That's yeah. that's the shit. Yeah. So, but but that you're you're a rarity yeah. in the city. You really are rare, and I it's sad that you're rare. So so yeah. I think going back to to my my one thing yeah. is I wish we would stop applauding and accepting mediocrity. Yeah, and we all know what it is. Stop it already. Be- we're the, too close to,
0: to LA it, it to is,
3: to, to, to
0: to do this. We're not finding our voice. Like people, like you know, people say we're a little LA, we're a little this. I don't want to be a fucking little LA. No. LA. First of all, like, people, like, you know what? Too late. Or something about. Let me, let me, I'm gonna try to break this down as best as I can, and I think I've said this before on the podcast, so I apologize. So if you're hearing this again, everyone, it's because I mean it, and I'm trying to be as real and authentic about it. But like, look at filmmaking in New York, right? Look, and there's a grit to it. There's a fucking, like, there's something about it. It's, like, this fucking tough-ass shit. Like, not tough, but, like, also, there's something about filming in New York. There's something about filming in L.A., but that gives you a magical feel Mm. where you can do whatever you want. There's a bunch of shit there. Like, even looking at, like, you know, New Mexico where they filmed Breaking Bad. There's Uh Texas, you know, St. Louis, they do shit. Like, Florida, Georgia. Why isn't Vegas on this map? Why are we... And again, I've I've said this recently too. It's it's also like you're bringing people from fucking LA. Stop, fucking please stop. We have a shit ton of people who are talented here that need to be heard. And if we ha- if we can't do that, then what the fuck are we having a film community here for?
3: Right. It maybe it is geographically. Maybe we are too close to LA that people strive for that, mm-hmm. um, and and try to bring some of that here. When really, yeah. I agree with you. It would yeah. be great if Vegas had its own taste its own flair yeah. in the, in our mouth because Ver- you're right i agree with you especially about new york um there is like a grit there. Yeah. there's just this, the energy they yeah. have is different from la's energy it's different from filming in the south yeah um because the south has its own little flair mm-hmm. too i think i think vegas as a city maybe is still yeah. searching for its flair mm-hmm. um because it's such a, a new city it right is- it, it, it's a baby city i think yeah. it's Formulated in the '40s, right? Something like that. And so we're not even 100 years old. Yeah. And so I think as a, we're like kindergartners compared we, I to I these, thought we hit the centennial.
0: Did not we hit the centennial? I think we are 100 years old. Are we? Is it? I'm, I I'm not quite sure. You know what? I apologize. I don't know my. Uh, I apologize to Vegas. Ba- yeah, Vegas I should, uh, history. I do know. know my Vegas history. Yeah. Seventh grade. Yeah. Nevada well, I've history. only, I've only been here for like seven years. So I don't really. <laughs> I don't, you get it yeah. past. I, they, so I thank I once you hit your tenth year <laughs> yeah. though, no I more. Will, I will know everything in my 10 years. I'll, <laughs> so, take, I'll uh, take the citizen test or something like so
3: that. So I, I think that uh if we can and I also think yeah. we are we are afraid at times to tell people it sucked.
0: We are. And I, I, I will I, I think I'll admit to that too, because I feel like I have to step on some toes sometimes and be like, I don't want to say anything. I'm just mean the First time I can't really—they don't know me, you know. What I mean, I can't really form like can't formulate. Like, they'll just say that that's the asshole over there. But right. You, I'm like, I I think in my old age I don't give a shit anymore. If I'm an asshole. Yeah. You know, I just like I just, I like good I like good work. Right. And if you're not gonna make good work and your fucking film is like poop.
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm not gonna support I'm not that.
0: gonna support that I'm right. not gonna like like it on fucking Facebook. So, right like
3: and that, that's exactly yeah. what what, what I've, I've turned to is I'm not gonna like that I'm yeah. not gonna put up some bullshit good job comment yeah. I'm not gonna go out of my way and be rude to you yeah. I'm just going to not support it yeah
0: and there are films that you know I understand we're indie films I understand there's no budget films I understand that but if I see the heart in the film and the heart being me and the the progress, and there's potential to get to that next level in a sense, kind of jumping the gun a little bit about something else, but I'll support it. You yeah. know, I'll, I'll be all for it. I'll be like, yeah, let's fucking get, let's get with that shit. Right. But other than that, I'll be honest about it. Like I'll try to be as completely honest as possible.
3: Yeah. I, I don't see the, the progression towards better. Yeah. I, don't,
0: no, I, 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 I keep seeing the same and, level. And, 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 and so, again, sorry. Um, you know what? This also comes down to too, and I say this on the podcast, and people have brought it up before I even say it. But the clicks in Vegas, which in turn there's there are clicks in Vegas, huge click, huge click, and and it's funny because you say the support of Vegas, but there's a click in Vegas, which is True. It's kind of a weird, there's a weird is, thing, and I, it's
3: very weird. It's a very weird dynamic, and
0: you know? and um that click stuff it hurts Vegas because you know, for example, using this. I never worked with you, but like if we're working together on five projects and I cast you on five projects as my actor, Jesus fucking Christ, you're never going to grow. No. I'm never going to grow. No. I need to go, hey man, do you mind if I don't, I'm not going to cast you for the next couple projects. You know what? Spread your wings, fly. Go ahead. We'll come back three projects from now or whatever it is. You right. know, Make sure you're a good fit. Stop fucking having friends in the shit because we now know there are some, they, some of them I can't act.
3: No, they can't. Yeah. They cannot act. I I I I really am thankful for um the producer on Forever. Her name is Elsa Chipoletta, uh a fierce businesswoman. Yeah. Um, she has multiple degrees writing journalism mm-hmm. and she's a phenom actress and she's yeah. local. And um she's from Utah and she now she's here. And it was um, meeting her about a year ago yeah. the reason why I really wanted her to be the producer and SAG liaison for forever hmm. is because she, she drives me for that. Yeah. She'll sit down and she'll talk with me about um, where, where are you going in your career? Yeah. Like, where are you really headed? She goes, yeah. where, what, what, what room do you want to be sitting in, in five years? Do you still want to be sitting Yeah, in it, in the, in the Vegas indie boardroom? Where do you want to be here? Yeah. No, I, I want to hopefully be talking about my pilot somewhere. She's yeah. Like, well, why are you non-sag productions when you know what mm-hmm. all television is? Yeah. So it, it's these conversations I'll have with her um, that is a constant bettering of yeah. myself, a- a- and that's that's the kind of person that yeah. she is, and she drives that out of me. Yeah. And makes me better myself. And she had told me she says I because I thought him and her was good. Yeah. Because I really enjoyed it. She goes and when I read the script of Forever, I could see the improvement. Writing, yeah. She goes, and you should always be improving. Mm-hmm. Like him and her is the base,
2: yeah. Forever
3: needs to be better and yeah. better and better, right? Yeah. And so that's also something that what you had he had hinted on yeah. about these clicks. I think stay within the click, yeah. Um, and so we just keep
0: up, you know, up, you know, good job, good job, yeah.
3: good job, high fiving each other in these clicks, and we're really not getting better though. And
0: I think the thing about that too, which I, I hear, I'll, and I'll admit, I'm in this club as well you 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 know say maybe you saw that clicks movie and you're like good job good job and then you, you're trying to work with them but they're not going to let you in the doors right like so i have i have realized that that's why i don't do much production as much anymore i kind of go fuck i like this podcast too much and i'll do my own shit mm-hmm. like it's time for me to fucking do my own shit mm-hmm. so <laughs> that's why i'm like kind of a little bit i kind of see i, I yeah, can respect that a little further back than I, I'm gonna try to break out of the show this year more a little Good. bit. And plus, I'm, you know, back to my older job of at the news, and I was somewhere else. Yeah, I hope that's another fucking podcast for another day. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's another weakness. Another week. Um, yeah, it is sadly, and so I think. Um, oh, I had one. Um, oh, I wanted to piggyback off one more thing about like you said about Sag Productions real quick. Now, see, like. <laughs> That's the problem too. Like here's here's a, not a problem, but like a um, a variable that can be a for um, um, a wrench, whatever that fucking phrase is. Mm-hmm. But like the the thing is, like these actors that want to try can't aren't SAG and they're not getting the roles, which they're not given the role. See, it comes back to you know taking talent that's not Vegas and bringing them in and not giving Vegas people the roles that are speaking to. the make them eligible for SAG that I know of uh-huh. from what I'm gathering, I guess. So if there's really good actors that aren't SAG, how can they be in SAG productions? Or can they be? I don't really know the rules that well. I apologize.
3: Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's okay. Um, SAG is, is a, is a tricky little beast. Yeah. It's a tricky little beast. And so I've, I've learned SAG and had to learn it on multiple levels, not just mm-hmm. as an actor, but um, as a producer and yeah. a filmmaker, because there's like different doors to SAG. Mm-hmm. Um, as a filmmaker, SAG is not your friend. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like it. I don't want... I can't believe I'm going to say this. I don't want to take my film SAG, but I'm going to. Yeah. Because I'm playing the long game. Yeah. And I understand in the long game, that's where I want to be. Um, That's my long time want. Yeah. As a filmmaker, though, it's it's like having HR hanging over my head. Oh, where, yeah. Where I can handle things internally. Um. When it's non-union, but SAG, yeah, it's like oh my god, they're gonna go run to it's the. boss. It's the Toby Flenderson so. of. Oh, uh... but <laughs> <laughs> well and so they're gonna go run to the boss, and and then it worries me. It scares me. Yeah. Um, in order for an actor yeah. though to become SAG eligible, it, it's funny because it's a catch twenty-two. Yeah. It's yeah. either it's either three background vouchers or you have to already be SAG yeah. to be
0: SAG. You know, and going back to your whole thing about you being nervous, like you, <laughs> Michael Scott to Toby Flenderson SAG. Um, I think you're in that stage where you don't know SAG yet. So I think once you get a, a foothold with them, you'll be like, all right, I'm a little, all right, that's a little, it's, it's Michael and Holly, not Michael and Toby. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I think that's where I am too. Like I, I, I worry
3: about the, that, that yeah. three letter acronym, but I, I know once I, I get forever under my belt yeah. and I do it right yeah do it appropriately then it's like uh oh, bring on another one yep. i know how to do this shit bring it on bring it on bring it on until Bicycle it's like rides. until it's like i wouldn't do it any other way yeah. now um so i think uh i think you know um if, if vegas could just be more honest yeah i think in in that it, it would help the community here um and so i i I'm only one person, but I really do yeah. try to lead by the example. Yeah. Exactly. I really do try to, to tell everyone that I work with because mm-hmm. um, I've worked with multiple cliques and, yeah. and I'm I'm friendly and likable. And so yeah. I, I talk so carte blanche about myself because I know myself pretty mm-hmm. pretty well. Um, and I know that, that when people meet me, it's usually a um, likable guy, happy guy, jolly guy, yeah. friendly guy. Um, those are, I can't tell. No, not at all. Those are God given <laughs> attributes that I'm thankful for. And I use those yeah. attributes to get what I want in mm-hmm. life. Some call it manipulation. I call it being resourceful. Yeah. But I'm business at the end of yeah. the day. And I'm using what God has given me to get where I want. Yeah. Um, but at times it can be a little pointed, I think, yeah. in how I speak. But um, I'm really trying to lead by example. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I've been able, unfortunately, to work with a, a few different cliques mm-hmm. here. Um, and, uh, and I like all the clicks that I work with actually, That's good. That's and good. it's really fun. Um, but I, am not afraid to say like, I'm not a huge fan though of, of like you on the, on the DP level. Yeah. And, and so I'm gonna, pu- let's pull in an- someone else, you yeah. know, and, and, and maybe there's another role perhaps. Yeah. Um, and so I've been AD on, on many projects yeah. out here and just a producer on some projects. Um, because it's where people thought I had the best fit. Not yeah. always am I asked to direct, yeah, yeah. you know? And so, um, I don't, I don't get offended
0: by that. Yeah. I like and to so. direct one day. Would you? Yeah. surprisingly, you haven't. You seem like the type that I, I haven't one. really had a chance to direct. To kind yet. of get in there. Yeah. To get in there. So, I don't know. You never know. I don't ever. Float across your computer screen, your inbox one day. One day. Uh, so except mediocre clicks. What else? Um. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I really think that's it. That. I think that kind of boils down to that. Mm. Uh, the to two
3: ev- big majors. Yeah. 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 Um. The last one I will say, but it kind of goes back to mediocre. Yeah. Is um I, I have a hard time with people you had you had said this earlier, about saying they are an actor. Yeah. Yeah. Or a director or a writer. Yeah. And then I will want to talk with you about your script and the inciting incident. Yeah. Where is it? Yeah. Oh, I don't write like that. Is it because you don't know what an inciting incident is? And the Actually, I don't be? know what an inciting incident is. It's, it's a writer term. It's a oh, writer okay. term. It's writing. Oh, right, and, obviously. And <laughs> right, right. And you should you shouldn't know. Yeah. You don't need to know. Yeah, yeah. But a writer, we should know what the inciting incident is. It happens before the first plot point. Okay. And it should be seen in every film. So it can't be exposition dumped. Mm. It needs to be like um like the moment the spider bites him. It okay. needs to be like something we see. It's like, oh uh, shit, that's going to give us our yeah. big plot point. Gotcha. I see that now. So, like, it there has to be something visible, and mm-hmm. then when there's not, then we're not following like the like the stage one, stage two, yeah. or act one, act two, act, act, act two, act, act, two, act yeah. three, climax, resolution that every story really does need. And I remember there was a young writer in town I was talking to, young as in his ability, not age. Yeah, and he had said, "Well, I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going to be different. I'm going to be cool." We like, right and i'm like mm, you're also gonna fail yeah. because how can you turn your back on 80 years of screenwriting yeah it has been done this way since the silent movie era yeah. there are acts for a reason gone with the wind 39 acts yeah. there's acts my god they there's even did. an axe and there's like with axe, the wind you know what i mean yeah holy shit and so like oh, all right four hour long movie and so um it's just like Don't fight it. Yeah. Don't fight it. You have to graft yourself into it and leave Mm. your mark on it and do it special. But don't, don't try to change up how the game of like football is played. Yeah. Like, don't try to do it different.
0: Just don't be the XFL. Don't do that. (laughs) And, 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 and,
3: oh my God, like, don't try to do that. Yeah. And my, my nephew, is because uh, of COVID, they're playing like, like uh fucking know this was a thing. It was like seven man football. I'm like, what the fuck oh, is that? I think usually that's flag it's flag football. It's like flag. Yeah. yeah. And I learned that and I was like, oh, that's a thing. And I was yeah. like, I mean, I see the premise, but like, it ain't like football, you know? Yeah. And so that's kind of how I say it. I'm like, don't try to be edgy and different. Yeah. Like, um, and if you're an actor, be training. Yeah. Please train. Yeah. Please that's train. Always, yep. Please train. What, what'd you say? Please train. <laughs> 10, 10, 10, 5. And train ten ten ten, 10 10 10 5 rule 10 10 10 5 and train. I have that that's, like ingrained in my head. That's, <laughs> all, that's, that's all I want to walk away with, folks. Just please. And then, please, uh, please.
0: <laughs> what can we do to get to the next level in Vegas? I like the mine. Well, I'll use I'll go with my example. I like to go with all the time. I think what gets Vegas to the next level is not making a horror film or a or a you know movie on the strip. And I, I and no no offense to you know you know, horror films or anything of that nature. It's something like a moonlight. I always use that example because I love that movie and it's a beautifully shot movie. And also, in a general sense, too, like it's in Miami. Do I know it's in Miami? Because that does not look like Miami to me, right? And, you know, that's the type of film, a drama film that's really serious and looks great that can get Vegas to the next level, break that glass ceiling. And the the other things that we see, like the horror and stuff like, that, great return on investment. Nothing wrong with that, but that's not going to get Vegas to a LA level, a Georgia level, or a New York level.
3: So, my, what can we do to get Vegas to that next level? Mm. Um, learn in show business. Learn the last eight letters. Learn Wait, it. The last it, eight letters in it, the alphabet, isn't it? B u s i n e s s,
0: right? Oh, business. Oh, I got you.
3: Right. I I don't
0: know why I was thinking the last eight letters. So Uh, focus. Yeah, I totally totally got that confused.
3: (laughs) I I probably didn't word it right because you're a genius. And for me, you know, to get (laughs) it, I I did it wrong. I was kidding. (laughs) So in the word show business, focus on the last eight letters. I think what can really change the game for Las Vegas because there are a few filmmakers in Vegas that know it, Mm -hmm. that know the business hardcore. Yeah. I wish that everyone did. I think not only actors Mm -hmm. and and producers should you be like training and and your acting ability and whatnot and going to school for, you know, for cinematography, learn, learn how this business runs Mm -hmm. as a business. It'll make you a smarter individual. It'll make you, uh, your words just have so much more weight when you're speaking in meetings and at tables. And I think if if Vegas were to focus on the business side, um, and, and how how it really runs, how we – the difference between film and television. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. Um, script writing is different for it. Beats are different. timing's yeah. different. So so learning the business bes- behind it yeah. would really elevate the city. And then I think we, we could compete with L.A., yeah. honestly. Find, like you said, our unique voice yeah. and talk to the L.A. professionals at their speed. I think
0: they'd be forced to be like, oh, shit, that city has – Grown up, you know, too. I thought something also bring fucking people from LA and New York and all these other fucking well known people into our colleges for people that are doing film and shit like that. Agreed. Don't, and I'm not trying to harp on the locals that do these, you know, these things. And yeah, it's great, have them, mm-hmm. but bring in the real, the big gun. Yeah. You know, give us a taste of that. And I even said, I think I said this on uh, Roger Cross's podcast too. Is we need to also have something for these students to actually go on sets, yeah, and actually bring them on sets. Because he was saying like it was on bulletin board and like you know what, like there's bu- a call, little, yeah, pull, pull, no uh-huh. one gives a sh- no going to look at those really, no, not at all. Have someone come in and fucking do. And I, I, I mean, again, I have to go back and like listen to the podcast to exactly say what I heard, and you would probably listen to it now, guys. It's out, obviously, it's older than this episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So yeah, like I think, I think we need to really focus on the students and the, the kids, the kids, I say the young adults yep. who want to be filmmakers. Yep. I feel old saying kids, but like the young adults that want to be filmmakers because they need to, they need the experience and they need to actually like really get more in to like be able to fucking give people these, you know, these experiences. Yeah. Like I, I, like it was,
3: I agree with that. I think that's so smart. That's something that Elsa had told me two nights yeah. ago. We were talking after a, a, a meeting we had yeah. at a potential production company and we had talked about like filling the different roles that we need filled yeah. and um everything now because we're taking it sag has to go through employment mm-hmm. contracts because of the agreement we have a short project yeah. agreement and so we have like certain you know employment yeah. contracts we have to do and she was like you know what we should really do she goes for like production assistant production runner she goes we should really go to UNOV. Yeah. She goes, we shouldn't be getting these, you know, 29, 30 year olds. Yeah. No. She goes, we need to really go grab those 19 year olds that would just die. Yeah. To be on a SAG set. And I was like, kick ass. Yeah, yeah. we should. And so that's what we're going to do. So, like, to hear you say that, Um, yeah, we're going to reach out to the film department at UNLV awesome. and at Nevada State. Because I know the guy at Nevada State, Adam. And so just to go there and be like, hey, we need yeah, yeah. three you know what i mean like yeah. like in in this department and one yeah. in this department and it's a legitimate sag mm-hmm. short film there you go like come on set yeah like and learn it and so that by the time you're 25 you've done four of them yeah and you graduate like fuck
0: yeah i'm ready yeah you know and also you can bring that knowledge to your other classmates that were, yeah. also, like fuck i'm like oh tell me about it tell me about it oh shit oh really oh wow oh i I'm like chomping at the bit if I was finding fucking shit information like that out. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not fucking mad at you. I'm like, fucking tell me more. Right. How'd you do that? Exactly. I need to get done that. I need to get done yeah. that. Yeah. And so that's
3: what I think would be so beneficial mm-hmm. um, since we're bringing yeah. um, a few, probably four, you know, SAG yeah. projects to this town is to involve uh, UNLV and, yeah. and Nevada State in on it and CSN because I really yeah. think their program's really great. And so I think those kids would jump at that chance yeah. and that would only propel the next level of professional mm-hmm. that would know the business side. Like it's not yeah. just the art folks. It is the art. Yeah. Everything's the art, but,
0: but the art don't pay the bills. Oh, the <laughs> art don't pay the bills and it's yeah. all this other shit. Well, the art pays the bills unless you're dead like Jackson Pollock. <laughs> <So>. uh,
3: <laughs> anything else that can get us to the next level? You think? Um, no, I'm, I'm a pretty big Harper yeah. on the business side. Right. I, I, I would want to see that tackled.
0: Boom. Then, that is basically that part of the podcast. Now, the last two questions for you. One, social media. What is your, what is your social media?
3: So my social media, so I am on Instagram, mm-hmm. and that is... Um, what is...
0: <laughs> you don't even know your own Instagram. Not <laughs> really.
3: I'm not really. I mean, I'm, I'm active. I just don't... <laughs> I'm
0: active, but I never sign out or sign in.
3: <laughs> so, okay. So it is, this is Aaron Castillo. So that's my handle, right? Mm-hmm. I guess it would be yeah. at... At this is Aaron Castillo. Do I need to spell it or You can if you want. Um T H I S I S and then
0: Aaron Castillo
3: is A A R O N C A S T I L L O. So this is Aaron Castillo.
0: Easy. And then last and then last question for you. Do you wanna give any other social media? Sorry to cut you off.
3: I mean I'm on Facebook, but I
0: mean you can can just search like Aaron Castillo. Yeah. same thing as your Instagram, basically Just yeah, look for that you the name you see it and, so, yeah, <laughs> and then uh last question is what's that last piece of advice that that nugget you want to give out to people? you said a lot of great stuff today. is there any la- like last one that like, I say this one too
3: Listen to the child inside of you and, and and don't don't forget him or her and the dreams that they had. I think it's so important to. Listen to that eight-year-old boy, that five-year-old girl that wanted to sing or wanted to perform. Do it for them because yeah. they still live inside this big, ugly, grown-up body of yours <laughs> and of mine. Yeah, and you owe it to them. You owe it to that eight-year-old that didn't know there was a limit. Yeah, that wasn't intimidated by anyone or anything or any company. Do it for them, and yeah. that—that's what I'm doing. I remembering the eight-year-old boy that just wanted to do this, yeah. and I owe it to him it's, to do it. it
0: and and. Here's the example of the analogy of that. It's like Peter Pan. Don't ever grow up. Don't ever grow up. And if you grow up, you lose the imagination, which is a huge. And that's, that's
3: everything. Yeah. I, I think when, when I was little and I was pretending to be an astronaut, I'm pretending yeah. to to be in this crazy yeah. this crazy world. And it was just in my living room. And I was using my stuffed animals as characters and mm-hmm. the towels as capes. Yeah. I was good. Yeah. That's the imagination. That's, That's the, the stories purity. we want. Yeah. That's what's gonna make people watch. It's mm-hmm. what's gonna get you discovered. It's what's gonna yeah. make you famous out there, Las Vegas. You you are were like cl- like what's it called, um restricted now yeah. as adults because yeah. we're like, I have to behave this way, I have to talk this way. Aaron says I have to know the business. Yeah. Like yes, you do, but add it on to this awesome yeah. young kid that just wanted to do film. Yeah. Don't forget that kid yeah. because you owe it to that person. You do. You really right. do. And and you are still that kid on the inside. Yeah. So, so let that That's kid right. win the award. Let yes. that kid make a movie. Let that kid be in a movie and give it your all and stop yeah. worrying about what you sound like and look like. Just give it your all. Who cares if they don't like the the film you produce or the film you wrote? Who gives yeah. a shit? Just do it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so don't forget about the kid. <laughs>
0: thank you, Aaron, for uh, being on the podcast. It was a pleasure meeting you for the first time today and uh, talking to you and having a conversation. It was great. And again, guys, thank you for listening and remember to subscribe to the podcast. We're on Spotify, Overcast, TuneIn Radio, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, you name it. We're probably on it. I think. Oh yeah, we're on iHeartRadio. I haven't said this in a long time. And Pandora? Yes. Um And I can't do this without my frame chasers. And I'm just trying to bring knowledge to all you listeners out there. And I hope you're getting some great, valuable information and learning something from it because we all have a story and we all go through things at the same time or at different times. And I hope that the people that are on the show
1: keep inspiring.